This week on Another Digital Citizen, CNN gets licked. Another another digital another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. 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 Ladies, woohoo! And woohoo! Gentlemen, woohoo! Welcome to woohoo! Episode woohoo! For pew 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 Four hundred. Pew. Uh, with me, I have Luke. Hi. Happy four hundred. Happy four hundred. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You haven't heard that in a while. I feel like we. I was gonna say. I feel like we've missed the last few tens of the the woos yeah. or something because yeah. it's been a minute. Yeah. I, it has. I think I, we have at least forgotten like. The five for last times, <laughs> maybe something like that. I don't. It's probably yeah. been less, but you know, ten episodes. Uh, we usually do that, but this is the big one. This is the big four four zero. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and we don't have long till what the seventh anniversary or whatever. Just a few months at this point. So <sighs> time flies. It's the next big milestone to look forward to, at least. It is. Uh, hey, look, uh, you know, uh, we have this new thing uh, where I ask a rap thing to make rap for us, right? You you remember. We've done that for two whole shows. so it's Well, it's an AI today. rap generator is what you should say, not a rap yes. thing. But yes, okay, go ahead. Uh, well, I was thinking, hey, let's do an AI thing, but I am not going to rap for any amount of money in the world I would rap because guess what I have as much flow as a very still river okay. um, <laughs> but I was like oh how do I combine AI and uh, the show well I just uh, ask an AI to make uh, new lyrics to uh, uh, Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen uh, that has something to do with, uh, like, uh, another digital system. So this is what the AI come up with. What the AI right? said. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Thanks for that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, me and Baby Shark. Many, many things in common. Okay, are you ready? Yep. Okay. <clears throat> now we hit a mark, the 400 display, a podcast driving no signs of decay. Allow me to disclose thought, profound, deep tales to make your spirit leap. In a digital domain where the podcast beams Another digital Another digital Another digital Another digital Citizen <coughs> Your curiosity peak Seeking solid proof, we share the knowledge 
bulletproof passion inside kept away to Immersed in a world of endless thought breaking barriers ideas sought through our words the podcast rings true Another digital Another digital Another digital Another digital citizen For 400 episodes we done our best Entertaining you passing the ultimate test We speak the truth never meant to deceive you Up and downs, we're standing tall, embracing mistakes, embracing it all. With gratitude on our lips, it's time to podcast. Another digital, another digital, another digital, another digital. In celebration of 400 episodes strong, we'll raise our voices in triumph, sweet song. Thank you for joining us on this incredible journey. Let's keep the flame alive side by side eternally. The podcast legacy forever we prolong together our harmless voices belong another digital another digital another digital another digital citizen another digital Another digital, another digital citizen. Yeah, there we go. I I, I put in a applause sound effect, a free applause <laughs> sound effect. Fro can't hear it, but I'm playing it right now, so. <laughs> Can't no, you can't hear it, but it'll be no. on the uh, on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, four hundred episodes. Um, gosh. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, I'm not crying. Uh, okay, uh, let's continue. Uh, I knew that was going to be off. Sorry. <clears throat> I I I always get emotional when I think about like. How how this whole thing started, and there's a lot of history. But uh, let's go into the news, because uh, the the President of the United States uh, have finally come through. Uh, yeah, Colonel West, uh, that is definitely going to win the presidential uh, thing this uh, in the United States next year. Uh, as the People's Party's candidate, even. I've never even heard about this party in my entire life. 
It was uh, invented by a guy named Nick Brana right after Bernie lost in 2016. And it was mm. created as like a progressive party. And then that guy who created it got smeared as be for like something Me Too related, I think. Uh, like mm. a lower level Me Too problem. Uh, and it's been taken over by other people, I think. But the, uh, the Corner West himself is a super interesting character. Uh, I don't know if you know a lot, a lot oh, yeah. about him. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have uh, went down the Cornel West uh, uh, spiral this week. Uh, this is a quote from him. I have decided to run for truth and justice, which takes the form of running for president of the United States as a candidate for the People's Party, he said in a video announcement. Uh, on Twitter, uh, yeah, it the the video is pretty good. He he says here also mm -hmm. neither political party wants to tell the truth about Wall Street, Ukraine, about the Pentagon, and about big tech. Uh, he's running on he's a vocal advocate. Uh, said his campaign would focus on healthcare, living wages, housing, reproductive rights, and de-escalating the destruction of the planet and the destruction of American democracy. So. Uh, it's interest most. This is the most interesting one this week because we're about to talk about other people who mm -hmm. have decided to run. I think mm -hmm. the big thing this week is that the presidential campaigns are really starting to kick off. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because if I ask you who else has uh, come out and said they are going to run, uh, I would say names like Chris Christie and Mike Pence. Mm -hmm. uh, on the you know in this. Those are on definitely the right-leaning side. I would say he's on the left-leaning side, but he's not running as a Democrat, which is... I've even read articles, a few articles this week that were kind of like uh, saying how the Democrats' nightmare is there being somebody run for a third party. Uh, mm -hmm. Do you think Cornell West could pull any votes away from the Democrats or not? Um... Uh, that's hard for me to say because they're such a new party. Uh, I hope so, in a way. I mean, in the Democratic Party, we already have Marianne Williamson and RFK Jr. running against mm. Biden. I, they seem to be polling well, but those are in the Democratic Party. Uh, this is right. outside. I do know that if something happens and Biden was to lose, they'll they are going to blame. Cornell West. <laughs> I know that right. for sure. As they always fucking do every time the Democrats lose. Ralph Nader. It's someone else's fault. Right. Yeah, Ralph Nader. <laughs> <It's actually good. laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it's never the Democrats' fault that they are losing. It's someone else. Oh, uh, always. Or in other countries yeah. sometimes. Um, yeah, I what think... What other country are you thinking of? No, no, nothing. Uh... <laughs> I think it's this is the definitely we're seeing like all these people and we're going to see more people come in and say they're going to run and drop out you know quickly but uh, it's really the the 2024 run is really starting uh the the mm -hmm. the starting pistol is fired at this point and everybody's off to the races so the excitement as far as in our news segment uh we're going to start cover a lot more of this stuff yeah yeah, and uh, when it's 2024, we're definitely going to cover it, so... Hold on to your horses! Uh, do you think there will ever be an AI president? Because I think they... Well, we kind of have that already, don't we? 
thinking about it. <laughs> if, I could, if I could dream of an AI president, Joe Biden does come to mind. <laughs> there was a campaign ad that was all AI-generated Trump campaign ad that came out just a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah. So even within the realm of politics, we're already seeing the effects of AI. Uh, mm. I would assume, like, imagine an AI being able to, like, instead of having to pay somebody to call up people on the phone and doing questionnaires, mm -hmm. you just have an AI that sounds so real and can actually respond back and everything. Like, uh, mm. the change that would make in a campaign is, like, massive. Yeah. Yeah, we will talk about it in the end of the show, so I'm going to tease it right now. Uh, there's a lot of in technology there where I was thinking this week, holy sh shit, has technology come this fucking far? Uh, because we're going to talk about uh, Apple's uh, Vision Pro at the end of the podcast. But, but uh, I, I do feel like the technology that was impossible, just like uh, five, six years ago, we see how tremendously AI has moved in just such a short fucking time. Right. It is incredibly scary to think about what it will be uh, capable of doing in the next, like, five years. And sure. I do think that, that uh, I agree with Biden that uh, it could overthink, overtake sorry, uh, human thinking. Because Joe Biden said on Thursday, amplifying fears of scientists who say AI could overtake human thinking in its most direct warning to date about growing concerns of the rise of AI, Biden, mm. Biden brought up AI during a commencement address at the graduate to the graduates of Air Force Academy in Colorado Springs while discussing a rapid transformation of technology that he said could change the character of future conflicts. So yeah, that's the other thing is like use how the the war use, the military use of AI. You know, they already I guarantee you that we see ChatGPT and we go that's pretty impressive. But mm -hmm. you know the military has something 10 times Ooh, yeah. more impressive. Uh but I've also heard I've heard from, you know, people who are in the field of AI talking about it saying, like, mm. the version of AI we have currently that we see as, like, chat GPT is dependent on human knowledge. Like, it can right. never go past... It can never surpass human knowledge because everything it's based on is pulling from human mm. knowledge source, right? So sure. to create an AI that can surpass us, you would completely have to change the formula of how the AI... Um, uh, understands what it's reading and then because right now what chat gpt is basically is just regurgitating all this stuff it finds on the internet and all that stuff mm -hmm. it finds on the internet is created by humans right and that's why you have the fallibility of chat gpt and you see people being like well look it got this wrong it got that wrong it's because it's just it's getting the source it's getting its info from is us right Mm. So to get past that, you'd have to completely reformulate ha how AI works. So there is like a a barrier to entry to it being that kind of dangerous. Yeah. True. But again, uh, I mean, just look at how far we have come with AI so far. Yeah, I'm just saying uh, it would I... have to look completely different than what we think of it as now. But I also said like yeah. the military is probably 10 years ahead 
already. Mm. Yeah. So. Uh, do you think uh, the AI would uh, be able to walk? <laughs> Terminator style? Yeah. Yeah. I've been. I watched a Terminator uh, movie just a few weeks ago, and I was like, just thinking, like, how. It, it, not like could this happen, but like uh, would the let's say we lost all electricity, would an AI be smart enough to be like, I want to stay online? I don't think so. I don't mm. think it's at that level yet. But it might be able to trip us up. Uh, Aha! I see what you did there. <laughs> and make us like bomb ourselves. But Joe Biden uh, is fine after tripping and falling at the same event in Colorado, actually, Fro. He stumbled on a sandbag while handing out diplomas at the graduation. Biden, who is the nation's oldest serving president at 80, was helped back up onto his feet uh, and appeared to be unhurt. So, yeah, and he continued with everything, right? Obviously, people coming after him from the right saying he's too old, he's too weak. He does fall over quite a lot, but... Yeah, I mean, I... I, Yeah, I... I'm not going to go very much into this, but I think he shouldn't have run in 2024. That's my private opinion, but... uh, There's a lot of people, like, I mean, the same bunch of people that were suggesting uh, Hillary would run, would replace him (laughs) in 2020 are the same people who are saying now that uh, Michelle Obama is going to replace him uh, in 2024. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Michelle Obama, that has made it very clear that she's not interested in it whatsoever. Right. They. It's the same group of people who are, like, it's the same conspiracy being peddled again by the same group of people. Yeah. Well, talking about conspiracy and uh, also talking about lollipops, uh, Chris Licht uh, is uh, out there at CNN after just a year of uh, a very bad handling. He came into the top spot as a CNN, uh, CNN producing. He had a clearer view of what was wrong with the cable news channel and a vision to fix it. Barely then a year later, with the channel's battered ratings and f- and further sagging, the format key show still in doubt uh, and, and internal strife at crisis levels, the journalists inside CNN still question what his vision is. Uh, Licht is now gone, ousted by the corporate patron who wooed him in, David Zaslov, the mm-hmm. chief, chief network person for Warner Brothers Discovery, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was already working for Warner Brothers, uh, and then they moved him over to CNN, like it was an upgrade for him. He right. kind of had the mentality of like, I want to move this back to what CNN was in the 90s, when it was more like... Uh, it, right now, since I would say 2014-15, CNN has definitely made a huge left-wing shift, where before that it was mm-hmm. maybe center of the road, even leaning more right-wing than left-wing, um, mm-hmm. but trying to play like the middle line. But over the last bunch of years, they've moved very far left. He wanted to move them more far to the center. That was his whole thing. And that was one mm-hmm. of the reasons he did the Trump debate also, was because like, we want to show both sides kind of idea yeah yeah and uh, if people didn't understand the lollipop joke look at his name yeah it is a yeah it, mm-hmm. it's got to be uh i don't know german right we think maybe or something Licht, yeah something Licht. in that air in that general 
area of the world. Um, yeah. I'm su- I'm su- I'm sure he wasn't bullied as a child. That yeah, that must have been rough. You know, I mean, yeah. there's lots of insults I can think of to use licked in. Uh, mm-hmm. He was definitely not. Uh, it seemed like people didn't like him there either. And there was a big right. expose that came out just a few weeks ago. So let's talk about this Trump town hall, since we're talking about it, might as well. Uh, yeah. Trump uh, had a town hall a few weeks ago. We talked about it, I think, at the time, mm. maybe in the Jeremy round or something. This guy was behind it. This, uh, according to The Atlantic, uh, Lick knew that the crowd makeup was skewed more MAGA enthusiasts and that the GOP-leading independents and GOP-leaning independents CNN originally claimed would occupy the seats. Ahead of the town hall, Lick even made a comment to his deputies about the crowd being extremely Trumpy. Um, yeah, so he was purposely, like, making it... Like, when we saw it, I remember being, like, when we talked about it, I was like, do they have, like, an applause sign in the room, or what right. the hell is going yeah. on? And yeah. this explains why that... The, why it, the way it was. Uh, he was, you know, doing it specifically, probably to piss off regular CNN viewers to, mm. uh, you know, the old uh, wrestling saying controversy equals cash kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's what they were trying to do. I think it absolutely backfired oh, yeah. on him majorly, and he now he's back- fired. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> But, yeah. And uh, it's, it's interesting because uh, there were, like, in the beginning, there was, like, reports of both, like, him getting fired and also like just quitting but uh yeah it looks like he was fired yeah that one of the articles i read said step down right whatever that mm-hmm. means but step down mm-hmm. but you read that david zaslov even said it in like a, 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 a call, some kind yeah. of meeting call with a bunch of people yeah so. yeah uh who else that should be fired uh is probably People that worked in Epstein prison? Uh, yeah, there's a whole thing that came out from the AP. They got a Freedom of Information Act request uh, uh, set of documents that was given to them by the, the jail, I believe, that Epstein was in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says nearly four years after Epstein's death, thousands of pages obtained by the AP are shedding new light on the, his time behind bars and the frantic response by corrections officials uh, to his death. Uh, some key takeaways. Uh, he was not happy being in jail, basically. It says agitated inmate. Wow. It's like, really? Okay. Uh, but that one of the toilets in his cell was broken and was continuously running and that he couldn't sleep because of it. Mm. I think this is one of the things they're saying made him you know, go crazy. Uh, a letter to another sex offender. He sent a letter to yeah. pedophile Larry, Larry Nasser. <laughs> yeah. um, of all weird people. It said it appeared to be mailed. He mailed it out and, and was returned back to him. So Nasser ne- like didn't accept the the letter. Is what the, was it, that says. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I had gotten a letter from fucking <laughs> Epstein, <laughs> yeah, I think I would. You're like, oh, wrong address, I guess. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know you. <laughs> it says the letter itself was not in the documents, so uh, we don't really know what yeah. the contents of it was. Uh, it shows his final phone call. Uh, he would take a 15 minute social call, 
and mostly just uh, it shows the problems with the two secure two guards that weren't paying attention. They it documents how they were supposed to do thirty minute check ins because he was on suicide watch and they didn't do those check ins. Um, mm-hmm. So that's basically what came out of these AP things. Yep, yeah, uh, it is uh, fucking weird stuff. Other weird fucking stuff. Uh, UFO whistleblower says that the government has an intact non-human craft. What do you think? Now, the U.S. has been urged to disclose evidence of UFOs after a whistleblower, former intelligence official, said the government has possession of a quote-unquote intact, partially intact alien vehicles. Oh, vehicles mm-hmm. in, like, plural. Vehicles. The yeah. former intelligence official, David Grush, uh, who led analysis of unexplained anomalous phenomenon within the U.S. Department of Defense, has alleged the U.S. has craft of non-human origin. Information on those these vehicles is being illegally withheld from Congress, he told the, the debrief. Mm-hmm. Grush said when he turned over classified information about the vehicles to Congress, he suffered retaliation from government officials. He left the government in April after 14 years. Jonathan Gray, a current U.S. intelligence officials at the National Air and Space Intelligence Center, confirmed the existence of quote-unquote exotic materials to the debrief, adding, we are not alone. So it's not just the mm. one guy, it's also backed up by a current U.S. intelligence uh, person. So, yeah. What do you think about this? I think it's a weird story. Uh, I do think maybe that it's possible. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they had kept this secret and just have something weird like that. I kept thinking of this story when we were talking about AI and you kept saying how quick, how fast it's moved and how all of a sudden yeah. like the technology has gone gone from this to that <laughs> so quickly. And I kept thinking, yeah. hmm, I wonder where they got that technology. I kept wanting to say it, but mm. I was waiting for this because it's like, is it possible? Is it possible mm. they got into a computer system of a UFO and they were able to like, it had some kind of, you know, AI at some level that we were able to figure out, you know, and able to use mm. or any kind of technology that has kind of advanced in the last few years, it starts to make me think. I think that it's weird that this isn't bigger news, at least mm. in America. I don't. You would think, oh, by the way, aliens are real, and we have an alien spacecraft confirmed by a current U.S. intelligence official. Uh, you would think that would be big news, but I guess not. No. No. <laughs> Who cares about that? Let, let them distract. Distract. Uh, every news like that with something else. You want to hear something else from this guy, the U.S. intelligence official, Gray? He says, non mm. he, uh, retrievals of this kind are not limited to the United States. This is a global phenomena, and yet the global solution continues to elude us. So he's saying other governments ha- also have crafts like this. Right. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Norway has it in the museum and call it the Viking ship. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, talking about things that should uh, also be a inst- a sti- a instinct, 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 extinct. The there you go. Extinct. Extinct. You were thinking else? Fucking word. Instinct, like some kind of like, yes. video game thing. Yeah. <laughs> instinct. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, people believing in the Bible, uh, that uh, should be extinct. Uh, oh, and Or even worse, the Book of Mormon. Uh, Utah school <laughs> district uh, that banned the Bible is considering removing the Book of Mormon. This is... This is so funny. So a while ago, we talked. We were talking about book bans, and I had uh, pointed out an article that this late this group of uh, mothers in Utah were mm-hmm. because the the book bans were starting to go through. They're like, well, you and there was a committee that had to consider books that were given uh, that were they signed enough petition signatures to get them to review it. So mm. they reviewed the Bible, and this week they actually said the Bible doesn't... It's too much sex, too much... You know what I mean? So after that happened, now they're, uh, it says the school district in Utah last week banned the Bible uh, and is now being asked to consider further title removals uh, of the Book of Mormon. The Davis School District, which served Davis County north of Salt Lake City, said it, it was considering the new complaint demanding the r- removal of fundamental text of the Utah-based uh, church. The latest potential mm-hmm. removal comes just weeks after the Bible was taken off the shelves of libraries of elementary schools and middle schools after being deemed by the committee to be inappropriate because it contained vulgarity of vulgarity or violence, in quotes. The Bible r- will remain in high schools. So, Yeah, I think uh, the Book of Mormon... Has a lot of more, more definitely more violence. I've never read the Book yeah. of Mormon. I've read the Bible, or a version right. of the Bible, I should say. Um. <laughs> right. As a former Mormon, I can tell you that uh, that uh, the Book of Mormon has a lot of more violence. I would. Say I was gonna say yeah. Uh, more sex as well. I'm glad you're here because I I was gonna ask like what. Do you think of anything specific? Because it says here, the request to remove the book references violence including battles, beheadings, and ki- yeah. kidnappings. Yeah, I mean, the whole the whole first, like, uh, old... The Old Testament of the Book of Mormon is just war. Like, I, I would say uh, two-thirds of the book is just wars. Okay. The school yeah. district said it would assess the Book of Mormon for all elements of the definitions of porn pornography or indecent materials as well i don't know if there's any sex i'm assuming somebody has sex in it right yeah yeah sure there's a lot of fucking in the book of mormon i mean that's more or less how they created the sect (laughs) well yeah that's true i mean like they have to at least talk about it in like inner circles because it's got to come up at some point all right yeah how do we make more Mormons? Oh, I have an idea. Let's get 13 wives. Right, it's literally baked into the religion. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, look. Look outside. There's a bird outside. Did I distract you there? You did. Ah, well, Tron is going to tell the truth about it. This is Tron where Tron tells the truth. Distraction. Distraction is the means that every people with power use when you want to distract something away from reality. What do I mean about that? Yes. When poverty and greed isn't going on, let's talk about anything else, like religion or bullshit like that. Uh, in the meantime, lately they're talking a lot about drag queens. Drag queens doing this and drag queens doing that. They want to lose the sense of drag. 
The funny thing is, why does this come now? Because drag is not something new. They've been drag show for years. We have drag stars for years. From the early 80s, I can fucking remember as I was a kid, and now I'm 48. So, this is a distraction. We're talking about woke. Like, woke is everything right now. Star Trek is starting to get woke. People found out that Star Trek is political. Yeah, oh wow. Wow. You find it now? Star Trek has been political since the 60s. The guy who created it, Gene Roddenberry, had a political purpose. He dreamt about a world where people were kind and better than humankind strip or something else. They're just money and greed. That was the original plan. That's why he put it in his Star Trek show. Even in the 90s in Deep Space Nine, in an episode of Unions. Yeah. But suddenly, somebody found out that Star Trek is political. It's a part of the woke moment. I don't even think what people know what woke means, because woke is now everything. Just say something is woke. Well, like, uh, oh, let's see, drag, woke. Gay rights, woke. Transgender rights, woke. Star Trek, woke. Even Rage Against the Machine is woke. I wonder when people start attacking public enemy for being political. <laughs> yeah. You see the humor here? They have, they have a song called Black Steel about how pe black people are treating in the military. And now, yeah, you know, maybe somebody conservative listen to this fucking segment again, despite like, oh, is public enemy political? It's always funny. When Rage Against the Machine got it. Yeah. It's like there was some hidden message in their songs. But conservatives, again, never understand. The US Navy ones used the song in the Navy for village people to recruit people to the, to the Marines. Village people. You know that <laughs> straight pride march with good family values kind of music? Yeah, they didn't get it. They never get it. If you listen to old songs from jazz artists, so many from Louis Armstrong to Billie Holiday to Nina Simone, you got you got woke, and you got sex, and you got drugs. They just talk a little bit different about it. It's the same shit. So why is this now? Because they want to distract us from something else. What it is? Well, you can see what's going on. Is war everywhere? The environmental politics. Armageddon and getting closer the same shit show is going on and on and the richest people yeah the richest guy on earth Elon Musk is talking about how bad he's getting treated how oh his freedom is is threatened he fucking is the richest person in the world this is the bullshit you had to step up against and if you talk about this, you're woke or you just want a political revolution like Russia and so-called all the shit. Yes. This is the fucking world. Was somebody to talk to you about something? Anything. Always think in your mind what is distracting you from. It's like when you try to come home to your wife and tell, why is there new records in your shelf? Um, uh, you look beautiful today there. Yeah. You also want to distract distraction that's all that is about now it's more distraction than ever that's why there are fewer and fewer big companies owning more and more 
narrowing the news segment so you can see as little of the reality as you, you can and just getting your fucking sheep minds to follow their order and pretend it's the government's fault this was Tron, Tron tells the truth have a nice fucking weekend that was uh, Tron telling the truth thank you as always Tron thank you Tron, glad to see you back yeah, uh, audio it's almost like when you send it the correct fucking way, we can hear In it. the correct file format, yeah. It's mm -hmm. good. Good, fo good file formatting. <laughs> good file formatting. Hey, look, guess what? I feel a little alone here. Okay. Don't you, don't you feel a little alone? Well, there's somebody else here with us. Well, no, I was going to do a magic gimmick. Yeah, you, okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to clap my hands, okay. and someone will magically uh, appear. And I'm doing the hand gestures, like the sidekicks. Yes. I'm going, like... Yeah. yeah. I pull the curtain up, and down, and... <laughs> Triv! Hello! Okay, guys. Guys, mm -hmm. I was... I know. I was doing other things. You can't <laughs> yeah, just do I'm, that. I'm sorry you were naked in the sh shower, but, uh, yeah. And now you're in front so, of an entire crowd in Las Vegas, but... I know, mm -hmm. thanks. You know what, I, I am normally am not an exhibitionist, but I might become one now. Mm -hmm. uh, well, uh, we are doing our... Uh, what we do every uh, time we turn 100, because this is a thing that we do. It's a gimmick that we have done three other times. It's almost like we do it... Each hundred show. What is it, Luke? I almost called you Bill there. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of the wrong podcast. Uh, mm -hmm. Episode 400, so we're going to do the best title tournament for the last hundred shows, meaning episode mm -hmm. 300 to episode 399. We got six, a 16 uh, title bracket this time. So we got. Yeah, it's the biggest bracket we have ever had. Ooh, you know what? You guys' bracket is. Uh... Ooh, it's a massive bracket. Yeah. Oh man, mm -hmm. so girthy. Have you seen another bracket bigger than this, Jeff? <laughs> you know what? Uh, not in the past uh, twenty-four hours. Mm-hmm. And might I add, you guys are looking damn fine for four hundred. I know. Yeah. I mean, so sexy. We're definitely not vampires. Stop paying it like they they didn't know until you like pointed it out so <laughs> don't remember saying anything but i gotta admit now my neck feels a little weird um where, you, guys, where, for, you know first you teleport me out of the shower and then then you're gonna suck my blood what, what what's next honestly a vampire would be a great magician actually in disguise oh, yeah. actually yeah. that would be a great oh, cover yeah. story for a vampire because they also work <laughs> at night right so yeah. mm -hmm. and I a mean, custom bella lugosi cape <laughs> That's true, the cape already works. You've already got the cape, just need a hat. So that's why Pin Pendulette never gets older. That's true, he doesn't. It's weird. Yeah, he has so looked does that mean the same. That, does that mean that uh, Teller is, is his um, Renfield? Yes, it's because possible. he doesn't speak. Yeah. Ah. Mm. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so we are doing a thing that we have uh, picked out a lot of uh, titles. I am going to like read them out loud uh, one and one and we will see how it goes and we'll discuss which one title is the best and we will tell you a little about the show and things like that. I guess to start out, we each picked four, uh, me, you, Triv, and then Tilly actually picked four also. She's not mm -hmm. here, but... 
she her picks are in here. Uh, yeah, get better, Tilly. I took all those. Uh, I uh, Triv pick first, and then Tilly, and then Fro, and then me, just to go in mm-hmm. order. And then I just threw it in one of those, you know, randomizer things on the internet, and that's how we ended up with the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, more or less how we do it every fucking time. Yep, it? yep. So let's start with uh, number one. It is uh, show 330, a week Danish litter box parody. That is a trip spick. And what was that show all about, Luke? Okay, 3.30, let's see, we had, we did a a TV show, How I Met Your Father, episode 3, it was still an Mm alright show, In the Forest, I don't remember that movie, we did another digital review of In the Forest, either one of you see In the Forest? I can't say that I have. No, that was from a couple years ago, obviously. What else happened that day? Uh, The Ice Poseidon Crypto Scam happened that week, I'm seeing. Oh, Oh. Oh. Uh, that's... Yeah, real Ghostbusters. Uh, let's see what else happened. Uh, yeah, the, uh, something about Batman. Oh, Nick Cannon had his eighth kid that week. Those are some <laughs> of the interesting things that happened. Okay. <laughs> Out of his uh, two hundred and thirty. I think he's on eleven now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> right. I think it, well, he ha- it hasn't been born, but his eleventh kid is currently in progress. Yeah. <laughs> the bun in the oven. In There's progress. <laughs> yeah. That's also a way of saying it. <laughs> it's currently it's being like... processed. <laughs> it's being hacked. <laughs> you know that's a laboratory from 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 uh, Jurassic Park. Right. It's currently where... rendering oh, yeah. a child. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meet your father. <laughs> He's Jar Jar Binks now. Holy shit. <laughs> Uh, oh gosh. Uh, anyway, uh, it's going against uh, number two. Uh, that's episode 308. A spoiled polar bear manifest eternal life. That was my pick. What is that show all about? Uh, 308 from... We did Cooking with Paris episode four. That was a show. Did you ever Best see show ever. Cooking with Paris, Triv? <laughs> I, I can't say that I have, but I'm not really a TV person, really. Well, it was a cooking show with Paris Hilton, where she had celebrities come and cook with her. Um, It is the best show ever. There was some. There was one really funny episode, and the rest were terrible. That's what I remember. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. That's any good show, though. And then the reboot of Candyman came out that week. What else happened? Uh, The good one. Yeah. Repzion came out as not uh, uh, as being an atheist that week, and he came out with that video. Big. Repzion is an interesting guy. There's no doubt about that. And then uh, I just wrote down James Corden, so that could be many things. Uh, <laughs> dancing in the street, right, I just say I, under my topics, I just wrote down James Corden, so it could have been a few different uh, <laughs> things that happened over the last couple of years with James Corden. Yeah. You know what? The one thing you can for sure take to the bank is that he was being an annoying fuck. That's probably what it, I bet it was the uh, uh, e- yeah, like you said, either the dancing thing or maybe the restaurant thing. That's my guess. Yeah. Good man. Anyway, uh, so uh, I am going to go uh, to uh, Triv. Which one do you think should win? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, well, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it, the thing is, I I picked the name of the first one, but I gotta say, yours sounded a lot more like interesting, especially the Paris Hilton cooking show. 
Well, it's just a title, so. Oh, I know. Well, I, was, uh, I gotta go with Spoiled Polar Bear Manifest Eternal Life, because I get the sense that, like, any Spoiled Polar Bear, if they can do that, they can probably save the Arctic. No, that's true. Uh, I'm going to go uh, to uh, someone that doesn't have anything to do with this. Uh, I will go to Luke first, before me. Oh, right, because I didn't pick one of these. Um, yeah, I guess... Uh, let's see, which one do I like better? They're both really good. They got good they flow are. to the title, Weak Danish Parody, or Weak Danish Litter Box Parody. I feel like that one should be Weak Danish Litter Box Controversy. Or, mm, yeah. I think parody doesn't work. <laughs> when I read it back, I feel like we should have gone with, like, conspiracy. Maybe would have been a yeah. better word. So I'm going to go with oh, yeah. Fro 308. That's What do you think, Fro? Yeah, it's going to be a three-way uh, <laughs> uh, call for that. It's uh, a menage de trois win. <laughs> <laughs> it is a menage de trois. Oh la la. <laughs> but yeah, I love I love that. It, it is like I can see like the the polar bear like sitting on a snowflake, like uh, sitting there manifesting eternal life. Yeah. Right, I love it and, when uh, yeah, the opposition. When like you said, like when they're you can imagine it in your head. But there's also like a flow mm -hmm. to them. We, we I really like when they flow correctly, and then obviously mm -hmm. which is the fun, the comedy of it. Obviously, those are I think the three things we're judging most on. But you can pick whatever. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. What okay. Would, would uh, weak Danish litter box parody work better if it was weak Danish litter litter box whoopsie? Maybe whoopsie. Mm. I, <laughs> I do know that we the litter box thing comes out of when all those people believed that like kids were shitting in litter boxes in schools. Oh, yeah. Litter boxes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We had that happen here locally yeah. too. There was a school that got called on. It's like, dude, that's not true. Where did you pull this from? And, well, it started out on the internet. We covered it, and then it actually became a thing in like. In, like a congressman discuss it and recently it actually mm -hmm. moved over across the pond to like Germany some German oh, politician yeah. brought it up yeah <laughs> hey Trev I did I, I sacrificed myself this week I uh, I'm going to talk about it more in the movie round but I uh, talking about this litter box shit uh, literally uh, I watched uh, what is uh, uh, the very controversial documentary what is a woman this week oh god uh, I'm sure that uh, was yeah fascinating <laughs> uh, he talks about that thing yeah, yeah. anyway uh, let's go back to the titles uh, number three uh, more be us <laughs> uh, episode 368 what was that all about look that was one of my picks 368 uh, high school episode 2 I think that we only watched two episodes of that though um, yes we did. Uh, it was bad. Thank it, God. It was the one about the two twins, and they were one of them yep. goes missing. Yep. Ticket to Paradise. That was that uh, Prime movie with uh, yes. Julia Roberts and what's his name? Whatever his name is. Yes. Terrible, uh, shitty movie. George Clooney. George Clooney. There you go. Mm -hmm. Ludwig was on Cold Ones that week. Oh God. H three H three got canceled for. One of many reasons, because they always get cancelled. Uh, Markiplier OnlyFans update. So this was before he oh, yeah. got, actually did the OnlyFans thing, but after he had like re released it. Uh, mm. And Mark Rober Squirrels 3 came out. What else? Anything else interesting? 
TV-wise? Oh, The Patient finale was that week. Mm. Oh, that was such a good TV show. Oh, and I Love You, You Hate Me came out also. Lots of good stuff. Mm. Nice. Mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed, for, for what it was, I really enjoyed Ticket to Paradise. Like, it wasn't anything, like, crazy special, but it, it wasn't bad. It was right out of the 90s. It was meant oh, to, to, like, capture nostalgia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The one with um, oh. Julia or with um, Jennifer Lopez too kind of had that feel. No, that was actually worse. No, no, but I just mean it had that same kind of nineties. Yeah, vibe. yeah. But it was the worst movie. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to agree with you on that. The mother. Oh. Gosh. Oh, that one. Yeah. The yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, uh, it's going against number four. Uh, that is episode. 357 nude call eats Jay Leno's lies. That is, is a, a tongue twister there. Uh, that is one of Tilly's picks. What was that show about? 357 Sandman episode one. That was an okay show. It was like super mm-hmm. mixed. Bodies, Bodies, Bodies came out that week. Um, oh, love that movie. That was pretty good. Actually, I watched that the week of 368, which is the one it's going against. That's very strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else happened? Uh, oh, the the rumor of the one of the Paul brothers fighting Andrew Tate was happening that week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trainwreck, Woodstock 99, the Netflix doc came out that week. Uh, Beavis and Butthead came is. back on Paramount Plus that uh. week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so Triv, since you did that uh, amazing uh, parody or whatever, uh, <laughs> what, <laughs> what, which one do you pick? Okay, so I'm torn here because I love, I love the way like Nude Sinkhole eats Jay Leno's lies. Like just that, that mm. like, I don't know. Like I, I would love to see that in big headlines on some major newspaper website. Um, mm-hmm. But... But because it's Morbius, and Morbius is incredible, and it ha- it has to win. It just it has to win. There, there's not a question. It has to win. Yeah, I am going to go next, and I totally agree with you. Uh, the way we spelled Morbius is uh, one of the best spelling of Morbius in the world. Oh, absolutely. So it has to win. Do you remember why, Fro? Yes. 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 It's for people that don't remember why. There was an article about a woman <laughs> who w- got evicted from her house. The cops showed up to take the house, uh, you know, to kick her out, take all her stuff. She showed up with a trailer full of bees and just mm-hmm. opened all the uh, hives and directed the bees at the police in the house. Oh, my God. Uh, and then she wasn't it. She also filled the house with bees. Also, yeah, yeah she filled filled everything. With she like the bees. kitchen was just full of beehives and stuff when they showed up. So yeah. yeah. Uh, oh my god. And it also was. I think it was the weekend they re-released the movie. Maybe yeah. And so yes. yeah, we called her Morbius. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I was very very clear when you're there. Uh, look. Oh yeah, I'm I'm going with mine. Yeah, three sixty eight. Yeah. More Morbius. I, yeah. I found, if strangely, I'm going through all hundred, and I found a cluster of all, like five of them that were right next to each other that were all amazing. Mm-hmm. We just had a really good couple weeks that those weeks. <laughs> yeah, uh, like this one, uh, number five, eight billion Polish mushrooms 
on the water side. On a water slide, sorry. There you go. Uh, uh, that was uh, Travis Beck. Uh, what was that uh, show all about? 371. Um, let's see. Cabinet of Curiosity Episode 3. Uh, mm -hmm. The Payday was another digital review. I don't remember The Payday at all. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, not a good movie. Um, Mr. Beast passed PewDiePie that week. Uh, oh, nice. mm -hmm. I wrote down Unis Honest, which I'm assuming is when they did that the year recap yes. thing. Yes, yeah. Uh, this is the week the Ohio meme kind of came into... Prompt, like, everybody was saying, like, t calling people from Ohio and things. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I have Dave Chappelle SNL, so I assume this is the week he was on SNL, where it was all that big controversy about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, going against uh, uh, episode uh, 302, Chinese bikinis on uh, pig ice cream. Uh, that is pillow stick. What is uh, that show all about uh panic episode eight space jam new legacy came out that week uh mm. anything else that was so good so <laughs> good that movie love that movie <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. it was not at all worse than the first one no, no i'm not sure i believe you hmm i there was a whole um uh video i think it was drew gooden did a whole th video about it's not actually as bad. Like, the first one was also bad, is what I think his conclusion was. Oh, yeah, no, no the, yeah. The, 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 yeah. the first one is not good. Right, I think... I, it's actually... It was worse. worse. Right, yeah. I, I, I'm not, I don't remember his conclusion, but I remember him being like, you know, people comparing the two and saying the first one was so great uh, is, no, no, is no, inaccurate, no, no. right? No, not remotely. I, nothing really interesting that, ca that happened this week other than Cody Ko did a McDonald's ad, which I remember being like, that is oh, very he, weird. <laughs> That really? was extremely weird. No, it was this very weird, like, I want to say it was a YouTube short. And it was mm -hmm. like he was just straight up promoting McDonald's. And it was Cody Ko, so it was very weird. Right, right. Interesting. So, uh, since Trip have one, uh, why don't you go first, Luke? Okay, so, let's see. 371 is pretty good. Uh, I like kind of like the imagery of picturing a, like all like a water slide just stuffed with mushrooms. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but let's see. Where's the other one? Chinese. They both have really good imagery, right? Chinese bikini on pigs ice cream doesn't really flow as well to me. So I'm going to go 371. No. Troops pick. Okay. I am going to go with Tilly's pick. I think that is better imagery. So I'm going to pick Chinese bikinis on a pig ice cream. So it's actually up to Triv. So you'll bear with me. The reason I chose this one initially, there's a there's a water park up in Wisconsin that's huge. And I remember like the big slides and I just the idea of that many Polish mushrooms like growing on this slide and it's so nasty and skanky and stuff. I can't help myself. So I, if I hadn't chosen this one as my very first pick out of the hundred or out of the eight that you had, or the four that you had us choose, I, I wouldn't pick it necessarily, but I love just the imagery of that so much that I have to go with that. Yeah. And I also like uh, that uh, when uh, Luke copied the title, it says a water side and not water slide. 
That might have been my my fupa or my uh. uh I, what is it? it my, is not it my fupa. Not my fupa. your fupa. I do not have a fupa. <laughs> do you have a fupa? Wow. No, I do not. I didn't know you had a fupa. Fupa pride. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is, it is that week, so <laughs> we're happy for you. We're, we're here. Yeah, for you. You and your fupa. <laughs> All okay. right, if I wasn't standing here naked being pulled in front of a bunch of people in Vegas, you would never have seen it. That's true. Mm, yeah. That is true. Okay, next one is episode 300. Huh. I w- wonder why Tilly picked this. Um... The oh, right. broadcasting Finn. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why she picked that one. Look, hmm. Right. Her kid is called Finn. Uh, oh, her, nice. Her child is named yeah. Finn. Uh, I'm assuming she was probably also on this episode. Uh, yes. And it may sure. be the episode that we get our outro. If you hear, there's a little yeah. clip at the end of our podcast that's a child's voice, and that voice is Finn also, mm-hmm. uh, saying goodbye at the end of every episode. Let's see, episode three hundred. Best title tournament, believe it or not. Uh, what? Surprise, surprise. Uh, oh, wow. nice. Panic. Almost like we do that every hundred show or something. Right. <laughs> Panic episode yeah. six. Uh, that I did like Panic. That was the show about the high school kids. Panic, I really liked, yeah. yeah. They had to do like all these competitions to try to earn money. Uh, Huge surprise. The Forever Purge came out that week. Uh, it, was all, it was all right. <laughs> Are you a Purge yeah. movie fan, Tilly? Me? Her, yeah. her name is Triv. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Triv. I was looking at Tilly on the thing yeah. right here. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 She's the oh. one with the foot bar, remember? Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. I should probably get that on a t shirt now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was of the initial one. They got, you know, like with any sequel, sequel they either get better or worse. For me, they just, mm-hmm. I don't know, they're kind of a mixed bag. So, yes, on the original I loved one, the last one. Yeah. Forever Perch was was probably my second or third favorite. It definitely the, increased in quality from the one before really? that and the TV show, yeah. which was also bad. So yeah. Okay. Oh, the TV show! Don't fucking <laughs> talk about that. Atrocious. Uh, but yeah, uh, and uh, that is going against number eight. Sorry, and uh, that is uh, episode three ninety six. That is Taki Saki's Tuna, and that is my pick. Yeah, the three, we have 300 going against 396. I didn't mean wow. for that to happen, but somehow almost the first... Well, the first one and almost last one. Uh, news of the week, obviously. The Power, episode 6. Have, did you watch The Power? We just finished that, Triff. I have not. It's all right, I guess. The ending's not great. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of the them, ending. though. They don't stick the ending. Yeah, that's... Well, it was based on a book also, so... Um, yeah. Makes a difference. One Ranger. Oh my gosh, that looks terrible. Uh, <laughs> if you've seen the commercial for that. Let's see, what else? Yes. Oh my gosh, lots of things happening. Uh, the iDogs Fro- Froggy Fresh responses oh, happened that oh, week. Wow. So cringy. Ollie London was on H3 that week. <laughs> Taylor <laughs> Swift, people found out, was dating Matt Healy that week. Oh, the fries mm. on Chinese food controversy happened that week. Oh my god. Yeah, lots of... Th- oh, the thousand deaf, deaf people uh, deaf people oh, yeah, video yeah, Mr. controversy. Hasbulu getting arrested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of stuff happened that week. Uh, I am going to go with Triv first. Um, given the two, like, the, the cuteness of 300 is is very tempting, 
but I can't help but imagine some, like, deli guy, like, yelling at the top of his lungs, Who had the Tucky Sucky Tuna? Tucky Sucky Tuna? <laughs> it does sound like a Bob's Burger, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going with Tucky Sucky Tuna, and I think that may be my new favorite insult. Uh, Luke. I want to make it interesting, but honestly, I think you're right. I think Tucky Sucky Tuna is a, it's just a funnier, it's got better energy, it flows, it's it got everything. Yeah. Uh, since I won, I will uh, vote uh, against myself. So <laughs> throw her a bone. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah but I, I I do agree. Tucky Sucky Tuna is a good one. And it's also something I said very wrongly in the podcast. I was going to say, do you remember where that's from? Because I don't. Yes. You said just, <laughs> you were saying something else and it I was ca- like, came out as that. Uh, yeah. okay. And I was like, Tucky Sucky something, yeah. And you were <laughs> like, uh, oh, let's put tuna on the end of that. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, Tucky Sucky was the, yeah, okay. I, yeah. Oh, Tucky Sucky was when we were talking about Tucker Carlson. And I was oh, like, yeah, and I called him Tucky Sucky. That was what it was. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you little Tucky Sucky or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he does look, look like a tuna, really. Yeah, for some reason. Uh, uh, it yeah, was, but the difference is no one would fucking eat him. It was the subway <laughs> controversy with the tuna sandwiches. That's what it was. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's do the next bracket. Uh, that is number nine. Joe Rogan gets married to Lightning McQueen. I do remember <laughs> where, where that comes from. Uh, <laughs> uh, and that was from episode 367. It's Luke's pick. What was this all about? Uh, high school episode one, we did a uh, TV show of that. Cat Daddies came out, which I still want to see. I think it's available it's so now. Good. It was yeah. like a in- super indie film. Um, oh, what no. else happened? This is the I week like Markiplier's it. OnlyFans came out. Uh, the $28 Taco Bell receipt Twitter controversy was happening, if anybody remembers that. Twitterverse, mm. or sorry, Metaverse got legs. That was hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what else did we find out? Yeah, I think that's about it. Twitch, oh, the TwitchCon foam pit. Remember when that oh, lady broke her back oh, at TwitchCon? Oh my back. god, that was yeah. horrible. She was pregnant, wasn't Terrible. she? Well, she, she was, I don't remember, but there was a few people that got injured, so it yeah. could have been, like, one of the people could have been pregnant, it's yeah. very possible. And it is, uh, going against the Lizard King plays a magical flute, uh, crystal flute. Okay, and that's number 365. Uh, 365, yeah, sorry. Uh, Sandman episode 9. I think it was the final episode, I want to say. Uh, or maybe the mm. second to last episode, probably. I think it was 10, yeah. Yeah, Never Forgotten. I don't remember that movie, but we did another digital review of that. Mm. Um, the Try Guys scandal happened this week, apparently. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, Lizard King interview, obviously, uh, uh, yeah. you know... According to the thing, Christian Walker, rem- he came out against his father this week when that guy was running. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, Herschel Walker. This is the week he oh, came out sad. and said, "My dad's a fucking asshole and I hate him." Basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I wrote down October surprises, and then I just wrote down Alex Jones. Who knows what? The- it could be m- many things. <laughs> he wears a tin hat. I mean, we talk. We do talk a, l- a lot about Alex Jones. I, and I just wrote, that's all I wrote. I didn't write, like, what it was about yeah. or anything. I just wrote Alex Jones. 
<laughs> we do talk a lot about... I have seen how Luke takes notes. He does it very good. Uh, but uh, it also looks like a schizo that kills people, so... <laughs> it's just like... It's like notes that I remember and nobody else would remember. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go... for you, you know? Yeah. I'm going to go to Luke first because he has uh, both of the titles. Yeah, I, that's name, probably... So. That's a good choice. Yeah. Either me first or last, right? Um, yeah. I really like Joe Rogan gets married to Lightning McQueen. I think this is the point where I realize, like, if we put in, like, names like Lizard King or Joe Rogan or, like, somebody mm -hmm. who's, like, a personality online, we'll slightly increase our views. Um, yeah. And we don't do it all the time, but I try to if we can at this point. Or, like, something, you know, if we're doing Eurovision, I'll put in, like, a, the name of a Eurovision or, uh, song or something like that. Yeah. We try mm -hmm. to do that, or I try to do that now. It doesn't always... We always try to, like, make the title good, though. So, oh, yeah. The title is very oh, important for us. Yeah, and oh, these yeah. two both have great imagery. They both, like, are great for, like, being able to find them. Jeez, ah, which one? I think I'm going to go 367. Joe Rogan gets married to Lightning McQueen because it's funnier. And that's the only reason. Okay. It's, it's The imagery is funnier to me. Uh, true. Oh, hmm. I'm not they're like you say they both this have a lot of good horrible. going for them. Uh I can't get beyond like I, I think Lizard King and even though it's not David Bowie I kind of think it's David Bowie like so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've no idea. But I just picture him like doing the 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 ball trick from uh mm -hmm. the Dark Crystal and Oh, Fushigi. Sorry, Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Or, Fushigi ball. Yeah, exactly. I can't stop thinking about that. So I'm going with Lizard King plays a magical crystal flute. Uh, I'm very happy that you made it up to me because I think both of these titles are amazing. So thanks for that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, no, I think Joe Rogan getting married to Lightning McQueen is more funny because Lightning McQueen is a car and I kind of like... Yeah, I like that imagery. Yeah. yeah. You could be like on that uh, weird, what is that, that one TLC show that used to be on? It's like weird sex addictions or something. Yeah, I remember the guy that had sex with his car in that show. I yeah, think there was, was also, there was also a chick that, uh, quote, had sex with the, or with the Eiffel her, Tower. Yes, and her hairbrush. I also remember that. Oh, God. <laughs> I just kind of slightly like how both of these emasculate somebody who's trying to be this, like, super alpha guy also. They mm. both are, like, trying to emasculate them in a, in a strange way. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and uh, next one is Fired Plumber Plays Chess with a Fake R. That is episode 322, uh, my pick. What was that all about? 322, uh... Inside Job, episode 7. Good cartoon show. Wolf... Uh, another detailed review of Wolf. I don't remember a movie called Wolf at all, whatsoever. Me neither. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we do cover a lot of uh, shitted movies, oh, yeah. to be true. No, and we probably didn't ever yeah. see it, because we do another detailed review, we're just talking about the trailer more than anything. Uh, yeah. Uh, but sometimes we see them, right? Yeah. Um, what else happened that week? Uh, um... I just wrote down Ukraine, so that could have been something going on in Ukraine. Xmas festive clear. I, I wrote down a bunch of stuff that I have no idea what <laughs> it means. H3H3 lawsuit? Oh, so maybe this is when the Ryan Kavanaugh stuff happened? Mm. Good chance of it, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, maybe anything. Uh, oh, the Alex Baldwin special that was in the TV round. That's the most oh, interesting yeah. that happened that week. So the interview oh, yeah. with him. Yeah. I remember that interview. It's probably in my top ten of worst interviews of all time. Nice. It's up there. It's not oh, as yeah. bad as Prince Andrew, but it's up there. No, I was just going to say that. It's... <laughs> the Prince Andrew. I, I don't think anything can be that interview, to, to be fair. That is a, a hell of a heap uh, much worse. But it is going again against, and I hate saying this title, but it is very funny. Uh, the Consecration Concentration, according to Logan Paul. Uh, and that is Trip's uh, pick, and it is 384. Uh, that's right. I remember what the Logan Paul thing was from, but we watched that 90s show, episode 4. Consecration came out that week. Obviously, that's where the ti- mm-hmm. also the title came from. But one of the big things, the Logan Paul thing, was he came out with the meaning of the universe on Twitter. Yep. I don't know if you ever saw that, Trip. I I remember seeing his Flat Earth one. I don't think I saw that one. No, this was pretty recently. Yeah, he came it's, out with this. It's something. It was like one. It was a schizo post that was like a he, he he had like a piece of paper and it looked like he had been on mushrooms or acid or something and mm-hmm. wrote down like this is the meaning of life and had all these like connecting dots to like god and all this crazy shit yeah it was pretty wild <laughs> but does it match the suicide forest it was cringier than that but not as offensive yeah. for sure okay good to know uh love island came back that week which it's also coming back this week strangely enough mm-hmm and yeah. Megan Fox and MGK split up. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Aww. The best couple in the world. <laughs> oh, so well, they were they great for content. Each. Oh, yeah. They didn't drink each other's blood or, and got <laughs> tattoos of themselves. Speaking of cringy other. interviews, by the way. Yeah, they had a few yeah, of those. fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus Christ, on toast. Okay, so who uh, was first? Uh, Billy, Bob, or Billy Bob Thornton and Angelina Jolie... Or, uh, uh, Meg- or um, ah, Megan Fox and uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, definitely the latter. I think the uh, latter, yeah. 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 Uh, the other one was just weird. The first one was like <laughs> a dad having sex with their daughter. The other one was a lot of other things. <laughs> I've heard from uh, Billy Bob Thornton's kid that it wasn't weird for him at the time also. So, right. whatever that says. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I am going first. I am going to pick Triv's pick, actually, because uh, it is more funny. Uh, what about you, Triv? I'm going with mine as well. Like, it was one of those that really stood out. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I gotta go with that. Just the, the yeah. um, like, the way that it's laid out is j- just so catchy. It's a little bit long for one of our titles, but I think yes. it really worked with like because they're two just really long words that are mm-hmm. uh, that go together well. And because if we would have put concentra- concentration or something like that, it could uh, in another context could have meant something really bad. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think we did a good job of working around. I'll go three eighty four also. I don't understand what you mean about that, Luke. There's no, nothing same. about concentration that's... Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> you see, when Logan Paul loves himself very, very right. much. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, next one is... Uh, I love this. Uh, 
348. Uh, it's evil vag- uh, vagina spirits. There was uh, pics of a uh, trip. Oh what was that episode about? <laughs> Uh, 348, Killing It, Episode 8 review. Uh, another digital review of Frank and Penelope. I saw that movie. Mm. It was not good. It was, it was, no, it wasn't. It was on the level of so bad that it's fun to watch because it's that bad. Um, mm. Killing It was pretty good. What else happened? Killing da, da, da. It was really good. I'm not seeing a whole lot here. Uh, I wrote down Mr. Beast, whatever that means. Anything interesting? Housewives of Dubai came out that week. I know that was oh, in like oh, our... My- God, Worst TV yeah. shows list, so. <laughs> that was awful. Yeah. Uh, and it is going against uh, 370. That is magically sexual toad licking. That is still a speak. What was that all about? 370. Cabinet of Curiosity, episode 2. Dear Zoe. I never saw that. Uh, nope. We also. Let's see. 370? Sorry, I feel yeah. like... Uh, oh, yeah, here we go. 370. Uh, fentanyl candy was in the news. Uh, oh my god, the fentanyl thing. <laughs> I think, so this Christ. must have been right around uh, Halloween, is my guess. Oh, I remember all the stuff <sighs> around that. That and weed candy. Ludwig uh, showed his balls on cold one on, on accident. Oh, yeah. Uh, on accident quote. <laughs> on quote, quote, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else. Uh, the final McRib ever came out. I don't. I, we didn't believe them. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I am going to let you go first, Luke. Okay, so we're doing magical sexual toad licking versus evil well, vagina spirits. <laughs> I think that's kind of funny. Yeah. I want to go with Triv's and go evil vagina spirits. I have a weird memory of this, but I don't remember exactly why we named it that. But it was something to do with like somebody Me who was neither. afraid of abortion or something, and that it was like a preacher, and he was saying that like women uh, are there's like some kind of evil spirit happening down there. <laughs> And it was like this weird, like evangelical <laughs> preacher talking. About, that's what I remember, but I could be wrong. But I'm gonna go 348. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember this at all. Yeah, this is uh, this is pretty easy for me. It's one of the best tackles we have ever made. So it's evil vagina spirits, according to me as well. What about you, Trev? Well, being that I've had to fight my evil vagina spirits many, many times, I'm mm-hmm. going with evil vagina spirits. Do you have a vagina and a fupa? Wow. Yes. <laughs> ah. Well, the 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 vagina the vagina spirits are more kind of a thing that, like, they take up residence. I ex- exercise them, mm. then they come back, and it, it's a it's a constant thing. I have a restraining order, but they don't stay away. I was going to make a joke there. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Shut the fuck up, fro. <laughs> Hold uh, back. N- there is Hold literally nothing you can say that's going to offend me. Oh, I was just going to say, that, oh, so you had a lot of abortions then. I was going to make that <laughs> joke, but I didn't make that joke, so... I'm well, not... my, mine are non-abortion affiliated. See, there's there's like union versus non-union. There's like the abortion <laughs> ones versus the non-abortion ones. Mm. Aren't you glad that you have to like uh, uh, make this podcast listenable, Luke? <laughs> 
I'm so sorry. I haven't had a problem yet. I, I... No. Anyway, uh, uh, last uh, couple up is uh, number 15. It is episode 359. It is Double Nothing Burger with Jalsberg. What was that uh, about, Luke, that picked uh, this title? Uh, Sandman episode 3, we covered Spin Me Round. I I never saw that, but I it was on my list. Of th- <laughs> no. It had a... Uh, uh, Spin me round. It had what's her name, uh, yeah. the girl from Community, Allison something. Oh yeah, be, 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 be something would be. Yeah. yeah. Um. Allison. Yeah, it was. Bear. Bear? I remember seeing Allison the commercial Bear? for it. It was on my list of things yeah. to see last year and never saw it. I remember that. Ah. Yeah. All right. What else happened? Uh, Crowder got kicked off YouTube for one of the million times he's been kicked off YouTube. I don't know which <laughs> one this was. Uh. Mm. Deaf Noodles versus Moist Critical, I wrote down. I don't remember oh, yeah. that, but it was probably something uh, to I do with it. That. I remember uh, the basics of it, but nothing in depth. And then I just wrote down, Marijuana Build Stalled in the Senate. That's the other thing I wrote. Okay. Uh, mm. Yeah. Anything interesting in the TV? Oh, the Chad and JT... T- J- Chad and JT Go Deep uh, show came out on Netflix. <laughs> Ah, that was actually pretty fun. That was a funny show. I liked yeah. that show. Yeah. Do you think they ran into any uh, evil vagina spirits? Well, <laughs> probably. I mean, they're very uh, pro small dong, so it's possible at one of their pr- small dong rallies that somebody with vagina spirits, you know, showed up for support. <laughs> oh my gosh! And that is going against my last pick. Uh, heaps of uh, space trash from Moldova from episode 389. 389, uh, that 90s show episode 9. Uh, Pinball, the man who saved the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see that. It's on my list. Yeah, me too. Um, I heard it was very middle of the road. Like it, it, The premise of it up front was quite a lot better than what came out. The scores like are bad. decent also. At least the... Mm. The critic scores are decent, but like the audience score is less. So I think it's more uh, like a, a film student kind of film, maybe. Yeah. Critical Darling. Pedro Pascal came out with a game ad for Merge Mansion, which I know oh my God. some people made some weird... Uh, people made videos Ooh. about it after we saw it, but I remember we watched it on the yeah. show, and I was like, isn't this weird? Yeah. That they got it like... It was so weird. Like, how much do you think they would have to pay Pedro Pascal to do that? Triv. Oh, uh, for some reason, I feel like he's very open to that kind of thing. So I'm going to say 150 bucks. <laughs> okay. I mean, mm-hmm. Kathy Bates did it before him, but she's oh. not a. Yeah. Like this is the same time he was doing like the Mandalorian and shit. So oh. like, yeah. And uh, I'm going to guess that we covered Moldova in the Eurovision. Are you would think, right? That's my guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm going to go first. I am going to pick that because it is actually more funny. Uh, I like that uh, space trash from Moldova. I, uh, yeah, I like that. Uh, what about you, Trev? Um. Oh God, they're both good. Um. Uh, I, I think I gotta go with uh, heaps of space trash from Moldova. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Luke? I'll just pick mine to, to throw it a bone, I guess. I uh, I like that mm-hmm. one. I think it's got a good uh, flow to it. But I think, yeah, your, yours is probably better. It gives a better image in your head. Right. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
I do remember why it was a double nothing burger with Yalspadig because we were talking about some how uh, nobody knows that Yalspadig is Norwegian. And we were talking about hamburgers for some reason that week. I remember yeah. uh, discussing hamburgers, but I don't remember why. <laughs> <laughs> Semifinals! Pew, 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 pew. This is going to go faster. Alright, give us uh, the numbers so, from. Yep, yeah, it's 308. Uh, spoiled Polar Bear manifests eternal life. Against 368. More BS. Uh, Trev. I gotta go with more BS. Okay. Uh, Luke. Uh, I'm also gonna go more BS. And I am also going to go with more BS. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then it's uh, episode 371. Eight billion Polish mushrooms on a water slide. Against 396. Tucky Sucky Tuna. Water themed uh, around here. Yeah, I am going to go with Takisaki Tuna. What about you, Luke? Uh, jeez. Um, this is a tough, tougher one. Should I have to make Triv pick? Um, go for it if you like. I'm gonna go eight billion Polish mushrooms, I guess, just to make it interesting. Uh, okay. Mm. Uh, you know what? I love both of these titles, and I, I gotta go Takisaki Tuna. I just. It's so it's so catchy. <laughs> I do, yeah. I do remember it being about Tucker Carlson. I want to li listen back now and hear it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, then we have uh, episode three sixty seven. Joe Rogan gets married to Lightning McQueen. Against episode three eighty four. The consecration concentration, according to Logan Paul. Yeah, I am going to give it to Trev first. I, I gotta go with, uh, because it's so damn catchy, the consecration concentration according to Logan Paul. Yeah, and I am going to make it hard for uh, Luke and pick the other one! <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but I guess it make Well, it's not too hard for me, because I'm going to go with my own and go 367. Joe Rogan, Joe gets Rogan, Lightning Queen. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. I think, I think that's better. I, I just think it is. Yeah. No, understood. Then understood. we have the last semifinal, uh, episode three forty-eight. Uh, three forty-eight is, sorry, Evil Vagina Spirits, against episode three eighty-nine. Heaps of space trash from Moldova. Oof, this is actually pretty hard. Uh, Luke. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna go evil vagina spirits, I think, yeah. Yeah, uh, trip. Evil vagina spirits all day. Okay, cool. Uh, then my vote for the other one doesn't even count. You see, I have to choose evil vagina spirits because otherwise they would be very disappointed in me. Well, we are in the final voice. Well, it's not. We are in not in the final, but we have some finalists. So, uh, uh, three sixty-eight. Uh, oh yeah, right. Three sixty-eight is Morbius against three ninety-six, which is Tucky Sucky Tuna. Uh, Two animal-themed ones. How does this? How does yeah. this keep happening? <laughs> uh, I will go to me first. I am going to go with Sucky Tucky Sucky Tuna. Be Luke. And I'm gonna go Morbius. 
Tucky Sucky was froze and Morbius was mine, so you making the decision actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Oh, no, that's fair. I gotta go... Just because of its craziness, I have to go Morbius. Okay. Mm. Which is 368. Okay. Then we have episode 367. 367 is Joe Rogan gets married to Lightning McQueen. Against episode 348. Evil Vagina Spirits. I am going to go with Evil Vagina Spirits. How about you, Trev? Oh, you can double up on that for me. Okay. I I probably would have gone with mine, but... Uh, let's see. 367 was the Joe Rogan one, yeah. I would have gone with mine, but we'll go 348, yeah. So. Cool. So, we have a final. If- that, that actually would be really interesting, because then you'd have episode 368 versus episode 367. Like I said, that yeah. would, there were, if you go back and look at ours, there's a like five or six week period where it's just all good yeah. titles. And I was like, I don't yeah. even know, need to go out of this section. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, so we are in the final. What is uh, the titles we're fighting over, Luke? We've got more BS versus... Uh, evil vagina spirits. Two fairly short titles, Ooh. comparatively yeah. to other other titles. Which I guess that maybe that says something like they're catchy. You know, they they're quick, um, but they also both are very uh, interesting. So I don't know. I'm going yeah. first. Is that what you're saying? Yep. Yep. Go for it. I like both of them, but I have more of a concept of where. Morbius came from. I don't really remember where Evil Vagina Spirits came from, so I'm going to go 368. Uh, I am going to make this interesting and go for Evil Vagina Spirits. Damn it. And Um, leave it up to Trev. uh, I have championed both of these just because they're so... You're right. There are longer titles that are super catchy, but and it just happened to fall this way. Um, Oh, God. Yeah. Because, because, and I'm taking this from a totally weird place, but because they got Sony to re-release Morbius in theaters for a second time, I have to go Morbius. Yeah, that is, uh, I think that is a good winner, to be honest. Yeah, I I do remember us laughing so hard at that story, thinking, yeah. like, because what we were pick, imaging, or, like, making an image of for people was her, like, in front of these boxes of bees, just like the final scene yeah. of Morbius, where he's directing the bats mm-hmm. at the guy, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that she just had these swarm of bees coming up over her shoulders, mm-hmm. like she was some kind of super-powered creature, yeah. Oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> So, uh, Triv, I uh, have heard some rumors that uh, the last movie I picked live on this podcast could be a small little problem with uh, with uh, the rights to it from the movie company. You know, they're all they're all going to be slightly. There's always a challenge when you're talking about big budget movies. If you guys want to do it, right. I am 100% on board. I will I will buckle down well. and go to war. I will send my evil vagina spirits after these assholes <laughs> to make them back the hell down. <laughs> well, the thing is, I, I have been thinking about it. And I was like, hmm, I've been thinking about it. Is there 
a movie that I think I would uh, like to see more than that. And uh, there, are, there is, but uh, I will keep it a little tiny secret for. Yeah, our, we, we got to figure out which one. I, I think, I think the mm -hmm. one, you, the what you, the Paris Hilton one you were talking about is a really good one. It's just yeah. would we like uh, how much of it would we be able to show? But that's up to trip, yeah. really, more than anything. Well, and I can no. if it's anything like I think as long as I keep it under the like a certain time, we should be good. So it's right. not. It's one of those companies that is a pain in the ass, but it's not like the biggest pain in the ass. So. Okay, okay, okay. So it will be pledged as though. Yes. <laughs> I am happy to. to <laughs> uh, so if people would be interested in hearing you talking about different movies, like I saw you talking about beavers the other day. Uh, <laughs> And uh, I was like, that's nice. The lady with Fupa is talking about beavers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's yeah. going to haunt me, isn't it? Oh, mm -hmm. God. Of all, the, of all the faux pas. Mm. Not faux pas, but faux pas. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so where on the internet can they find you? Uh, you can find uh, my faux pas uh, on YouTube oh. at Trivial Fit. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And you know, with Fupa, it could also be the the um, fun for uh, creators that H three put together back in the day. You know, because mm -hmm, that was mm. that was Fupa as well. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, you can find me on uh, on YouTube at Trivial Theater. Uh, I do a wide array of random, obscure, straight up bad movies. I just updated my theater, and it looks pretty freaking banging. Um, let's see. I just put out a, a movie called Bloodhook, which is this really weird slasher from the eighties. That this guy basically kills people with a musky lure. Um, I also did <laughs> a movie called Hundreds of Beavers, which is um, on the festival circuit right now. It's actually a really funny movie uh, if you like something outside the box. Um, my next thing is uh, something called Future War. It's got a lot of weird exploding dinosaurs and cyborgs, but is strangely very boring. So anyway, stop by, say hi. <laughs> And uh, where on the Twitter machine can I find you? Oh, uh, both Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Trivial Theater. And that's theater with an E-R, not an R-E, because, frankly, I'm just not that fancy. That was a fun tournament, wasn't it? Yeah, that was good. I think that was yeah. a good winner. Uh, I agree. I do think there's something to say about, like, short titles, that they're a little mm. more catchy, maybe? But I don't know. Maybe not. Hmm. Who cares? Uh, okay, TV shows. I've seen a lot of more TV shows than you. So I will start with the most important show in the world, of course. The Great British Dog Walks with Phil Spencer. Because that was uh, <laughs> okay. uh, very important for me to watch this week. Uh, this was Channel 4. I don't know why I watched this. Oh, I know why I watched this. So, look, if I say the name Phil Spencer, uh, what comes into your mind? Phil, well, I was thinking of Phil Spector, but I don't know if Phil yeah. Spencer. So, I also thought this was a dog show with... with <laughs> Phil Spector? With a guy who's like a music producer or whatever? And also a uh, convicted pedophile or right. whatever. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 
so that's not what it is. So <laughs> I was, I was like, I was so. You were like, why does this show exist? <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I would also be wondering what the hell. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's that's uh, <laughs> that's why I watched this first episode. But yeah, no, it was cute. Uh, his dog is fucking uh, amazingly uh, cool, uh, Luna. Uh, they walk um, uh, coast to coast uh, in on uh, uh, in England, and it's very beautiful there. And uh, there's. I mean, it's a it's a it's a nature program more or less with a guide and his dog. That's more or less what it is, and a lot of beautiful nature. Uh, I'm going to give it a four out of ten, I guess. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. What did I see? Let's start with uh, "Drag Me to Dinner," which you saw last week. Mm-hmm. It's a drag show, but it's. I wouldn't say it's a cooking competition show. It's a more like a design, a design party show. Like yeah. it more has to do it's with like them show. designing the space, like mm-hmm. the tablecloth and the uh, you know theme. Party theme is like a big thing of it. Uh, mm-hmm. There is cooking involved, but it, I was, I guess maybe just by the title because drag me to dinner. I was expecting more it to more focus on the cooking elements of it and and not uh so much of just the party element but it was fine i guess the thing i'm not a huge fan of puns and so Mm. if you don't like puns you're not gonna Uh, like this show (laughs) Uh, because that's that's every other joke there's a few funny jokes but like Mm. i think that the jokes of these kind of shows are usually like sex puns more than Mm. not and I've never found those that funny. So the jokes were hit and miss for me, for sure. The concept of it's interesting, for sure. Like, especially since they're, like, in their whole uh, get-up and everything. I mm. When you said they were cooking, and act, I was picturing them having, like... I was picturing Iron Chef with the big uh, propane, oh. sto- propane stove. Propane <laughs> stove. See, that would have even been funnier if they would. Yes. If it would have been the serious yeah. set of like Iron, uh, except they're all like yeah. in drag and making jokes the whole time. That would have been hilarious to me. Mm. Uh, but also, like like I said, would have been insanely dangerous. The stoves they did use were those flat top uh, electric stoves. If they would have had flame there, that could have been seriously. Somebody could have mm. caught, like seriously caught on fire. Uh, that's what I was picturing when you were talking about it last week. I don't know. It was fine. Mm. I give it a four point five. Yeah, cool. Uh, I saw uh, two seasons of Der Pass. Talking about uh, something German. Uh, this is from Sky Deutschland. Uh, mm-hmm. It's. Have you heard about this? Well, Sky has all different, like, they have a Sky Australia, and they have Sky, like, all over the place, yeah. They call ah, them okay. different things, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, this is a crime thing. Uh, it's about, well, the first season starts out with this gruesome uh, stage body, uh, and it's uh, propped on a mountain pass in the Alps. Uh, very close to like the the border between Germany and Austria, and two detectives are sent to investigate. Uh, one from Germany, and well, one from Austria. Uh, 
one uh, very new um, and very uh, one that has lost all his in, in, <laughs> in ambitions in his job and they uh, discovered that uh, that the crime scene was very staged as uh, a pagan ritual and uh, it's uh, like it seems like it's a bigger of a bigger sinister plan and we follow that uh, the two first seasons are amazing uh, season three just ended so I can't wait to uh, watch that as well uh, I recommend it I would give it the two seasons I have watched an 8.5 all right you should probably do another one yeah Okay, I will do that. I will do Hot Wheels uh, Ultimate Challenge then, because that is a show that you watched last week. Mm-hmm. Did you see episode two by any chance? Not yet. Uh, okay. I will watch it, though. It's probably worth seeing, yeah. right? I definitely think so. Yeah. Uh, I do think the hosts are atrociously bad. Uh, I just don't know why you uh, need so many. Like, you... It, all these right. reality shows now, they have to have, like I said, like five hosts. It's not not necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's also the guy from uh, the very bad version of, uh, gosh. Uh, the car it, show, but, Top Gear. Yes, Top Gear, American Top Gear, uh, that I hated with a passion. But uh, It makes uh, sense, the least... connection, though, because it's a, it's a Hot Wheels oh, yeah. show, he's a car guy, yeah. But I don't really like him. He's not a good host. Well, no. <laughs> uh, but I think the people that I have picked, uh, turning like their uh, nostalgic car uh, from the past into life-sized Hot Wheels, is kind of funny. Um, yeah, I liked it. Um, for reality shows, I will give it a 4 out of 10, I guess. Yeah. Not bad at all. I thought it was weird that the first, at least in the first show, I have to see the second mm-hmm. one, it was very mismatched because the one that lady one. was like a college student and the other guy was 50 and worked at a body shop. That's, mm-hmm. right? Uh, he has a little more experience working with car, like actual cars. So it seemed like maybe they should have had everybody was had some technical skill working with a car. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the weirdest shows I've seen in the entire world, uh, I also saw this week, uh, called Eli Roth Presents The Legion of Exorcists. And <laughs> this is on, on uh, Discovery Plus, and mm-hmm. it's a reality show. What is it with Eli Roth lately? Like, he had a show last year about, like, the... Uh, movies and horror, and now they're like this. Uh, so it's demon position uh, show. Uh, follow uh, uh, a legion of exorcists going uh, from country to country to use their fate to keep the devil and away with uh, praying and things like that. I think this is such a weird show. It is also incredibly bad. One of the worst shows I probably have seen in years. But it is so fucking weird that I kind of like... I kind of have to give it give it uh, uh, its, uh, its credence. But yeah, 
it showcases like stories of demonic positions uh, and uh, it's just so fucking weird. And it's hosted by Eli Roth, uh, also with John Orr, if you know that, who that is. Uh, yeah, it's just bad. Uh, I give it a one. I'm looking it up. It seems... I, I mean, I don't have confirmation, but it seems as though Eli Roth has a deal with the Travel Channel. And that's where mm. all this stuff is coming out of, I'm assuming? Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. let's see, I did that one. Let's talk about uh, the days. Did you see this? I did, yeah. About the Fukushima di uh, nuclear disaster mm -hmm. and the well, tsunami that happened also, which are... Con mm -hmm. they're, the disaster started and then the uh, tsunami made it much worse, I guess. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. uh, the I like the show itself because it's very informative and like you never really mm -hmm. think about like how it all actually all went down that really mm -hmm. kind of tugs on your heartstrings at certain points the guy at the very beginning who like the first person who dies that you see i should say mm -hmm. i was like yeah. oh wow that's that is a brutal mm -hmm. death um yeah it does it definitely doesn't shy away from being like super uh uh, hardcore, I guess is a good word for it. The, I did and it's it. also very beautifully shot. Uh, That's what I was about to say. It's really well yeah. shot, except for one thing. Yeah. They made this stylistic choice of like opening the yeah. iris of the camera, uh, or like, yeah. or like unwipe balancing the camera to yeah. like overexpose everything. Which yeah, I didn't. I guess the point is like, uh, in the in the places where it's really dark, they. Like mm -hmm. you see it as really dark, but in the in like the upper areas, it's like way overexposed. It's like they yeah. didn't change the exposure on the camera when they move from place to place or something. I don't know mm -hmm. what happened, but it seemed more like a stylistic choice. I didn't really like that. It looked weird to me. It look it looked super out of focus sometimes, and uh, especially like you said on the special like you know the light scenes. Uh, I think they were trying to, like, give the feeling of, uh, like, uh, I, I was thinking that they were doing it because they were like, oh, this is super active, like, radiation thing. Well, no, even before the anything happened, there was already exposure, yeah, like, know. yeah. I know, so, yeah. Oh, well. But they were trying to give, give that kind of, like, look. I can see it. what you're saying, but if I but was going to do that, yeah. if I was going to do that, I would start using that exposure technique after the the right. the tsunami and that would make sense but doing it before i feel like maybe yeah. what happened is they were shooting it it got too late at night and this is a real life event so it has to match the timeline and so they're like mm. well we'll just turn the exposure up and it'll look like daytime right <laughs> which uh, that, that's not great if that's actually what happened but yeah. who knows yeah. uh it was good though the acting was good um oh, yeah Really, good. really, like I said, moving in certain parts mm -hmm. and very informative. Like I learned more about the disaster watching this than I ever did, like reading any news articles or anything. At least mm -hmm. in America, I'd give it a six. I think. Uh, yeah, I gave it a five point five. Um, uh, it's eight episode. I don't. Mm. Have you seen all eight? No, I'm halfway through it right now. Oh yeah, so I've I saw two. Um, 
Yeah, I think I probably will watch Dressed. I watched three and a half, and yeah. it was kind of like one of the last things I watched of the night, and I just like let it keep playing, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think I'd probably watch go watch more, just because I want to find out more about what happened, because, I mean, I've we all know that it happened, but you don't really know some of the little details. That's also like, this is probably super over-dramatized, it's probably not mm. all real anyways, but... Hey, look, you know when I always say I hate everything that has to do with sport and don't like to watch sport documentaries and things like that? I was going to say, you love soccer slash football. Well, other than that. Right. uh, I saw Gods of Tennis this week because that was a show. Uh, It's a documentary. (laughs) (laughs) It's about... Uh, Ashy, uh, McEnroy, Borg was there, King was there, uh, Evert, uh, oh, what is the Russian lady called? Uh, Navratolia, yeah. Um, it's a documentary about famous people in tennis. I don't really care, so... Don't ask me why I watched this, because I don't really know. It was out, I guess. Uh, I give it a two. Yeah, a two. All right, uh, let's talk about The Idol. We watched this together. Do we have to? <laughs> uh, this was a show that we were thinking about covering for the TV oh, review. I'm so happy. I'm so happy we're not doing that. Yeah, we talked about it last week. It didn't get good reviews, so we watched it. No. And it's not going to get a good review from us either. Possibly even no. a worse review from us. At least the first episode is literally nothing happens. Even, I would say, oh, it's because they were busy doing character development in the first episode, right? No. 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 They didn't do any of that either. <laughs> it was just like sex and... <sighs> Drugs, like, we know that they like sex, and they like to do drugs, and they like music, right? And we know uh, there's some kind of of, fetish thing, yeah, Fifty Shades thing, go ahead. It's uh, Fifty Shades of Grey meets Copenhagen Cowboys. Uh, Yeah, I have watched a lot of boring TV shows in my entire world. I literally screamed to Luke, like... At the end, I was like, why are we watching this? <laughs> it felt like they were trying to do a little, like, Boogie Nights, uh, that movie, yeah, yeah. a little bit and to that it. not fucking work. Not, like, in the 70s, but, like, a st- stylistically, no. it looked a little... Yeah. They had all, like, no. they did a thing where they did a montage uh, mm. of a whole bunch of stuff, and then went directly into a musical bit, where they did, mm-hmm. like, a song, and then dire- directly back into another montage. It's, like, to fill... Mm-hmm. T- just filling time, basically. And nothing happens. Like, nothing happens. <laughs> Except for right at the end, we find out, what, some... Uh, that she's gonna be with this guy, I guess. That's it. Like, it's... Uh, I don't know who this show is even made for. I gave it a one. People that like Fifty Shades of Grey will love this. People that uh, loved Copenhagen Cowboys will love this. I don't like Fifty Shades of Grey, and I thought uh, Copenhagen Cowboys were a pretentious piece of shit uh, show. This is also a pretentious uh, piece of shit. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, it is super, uber, duper pretentious. It's trying to be so fucking deep. I don't know if I am going to bother watching an episode more, but I have to. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll watch another episode, but it's it feels like just somebody. It feels like work. It feels like a whole bunch of celebrities were, like, on coke, and they all, all got yeah. together and, like, hey, we could make a show about this, what we're doing right now. But, uh, yeah, no, I will be shocked if this is not on my list of worst uh, television shows of the year. It is probably worse than The Island uh, from Netflix where I I think the island is like the worst two show I have ever watched every episode of. Oh, I thought you were talking about this year. I was like, I don't remember that show. I, no, no, wh no. Well, what about this year? What about Milf Manor? No, it's. You think this think is this is worse? This is worse. Okay. Yeah, uh, I have never been so bored, and it's it's uh, it's not only that it's boring, but I I hate. I hate when things are like trying to look indie, and it's clearly not indie. I hate when things are like trying to be deep and pretentious, uh, and doesn't like land at all. And I like, like I said, I I hate Fifty Shades of Grey. I like, there's nothing redeeming about this show whatsoever. So this is getting a fucking fat zero. It is atrocious. Some of the cinematography was okay, but yeah, like you said, the, the they put this filter over it to make it look like actual film, and they filmed it mm. in, a, in a, like you said, indie way. But when it's when you have Lily Rose Depp and The Weeknd as your main characters, mm. that's not an indie yeah. show. Fuck off. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, the Age of Influence. Uh, very good documentary on Hulu following influencers and the like dark side of influencer uh, culture through some of like the biggest scandals uh, it goes like from uh, uh, con people to like viral con uh, consultation campaigns uh, and it is very good I uh, thought it was uh, very interesting. What I kind of campaigns? Viral what campaigns? Can uh, cancellation huh. campaigns. I don't know. Yeah. What, I don't know what that is. Okay. Like when you're trying to cancel someone. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, when 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 everybody was like, "Oh, we need to cancel," uh, for example. Uh, uh, See, I don't think that's a. Th I don't think there's like. Sometimes there is, but most of the time there's not like a coordinated effort to cancel somebody. It's like everybody mm. just gets mad at them at the same time. <laughs> so, I, sure. yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, six episodes. I've seen two of them. I will give them eight. Is it worth. I guess it's worth seeing if it's an eight. Uh, yeah. Deadlock. This is something you recommended mm -hmm. to me. I don't know if it even mm -hmm. came. I don't know if it came out this week. Oh, I don't know if it came out this week or not. Um, it did. Yeah, it came out June second. Well, because it's also Australian, it might have came out in Australia. You know. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, it's been 
based in in a little Australian town, very sleepy little town uh, in northern mm-hmm. Australia. It seems like because everybody says it's so frigid there, even though it's Australia. Like what? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And I guess. Uh, Well, yeah, the show's about a couple, and the one lady's a, a police officer, but we find out she was a detective, and the other lady, for some reason, doesn't want her to be de- a detective. Like, she's mm. something went wrong in the past, obviously, that she's like, oh, don't go back into that field of work. But then mm. a murder washes up on the shore, right? And then that's kind of mm. the thrust of the whole show. Uh, yeah, two episodes are out. Uh, I think two or three. I don't remember. Uh, this is from Amazon Prime. I do recommend this. I really, really like this. It was fun. Uh, yeah. Uh, I I would say I would give it a six point five, seven. I it has Somewhere. really great characters. As for it felt yeah. like some almost. It's a crime drama, but it almost felt mm-hmm. sitcom-esque because you're put in this little yes. town, and it also has all these very interesting, crazy characters. Like, and mm-hmm. then we are introduced to the detect, the actual detective, who is this like mm-hmm. off the wall bad bat shit. Um, so yeah, I think the best the character development and character like creating these very interesting characters in this very interesting world is the best thing about this. And then you have the murder mm-hmm. mystery on top of that, right? Mm. Uh, I'd give it a 8.5 to be honest. This, oh, it's, okay. I've only seen two episodes, one episode, one and a half, I guess, because I fell asleep halfway through. But cool. Uh, just a thing before I forget to say it. Uh, we thought that based on a true story would start this week. Uh, we were wrong. It got moved to next week. Uh, so we do apologize uh, about that. So. We will not cover that this week. What we will cover is a reality show that was this week that had a a very, very weird thing happening on it. Uh, Because Neil Armstrong that died in 2012 was on it. (laughs) At least according according to the girl from Modern Family. (laughs) I like her. She's she's a very... uh, She's pretty outspoken on like uh, social issues and stuff. I like her as a person uh, for sure, but like, and then when she <laughs> she says it, she says she she says it, and then later in the show realizes it, and she's like, <laughs> "What did she say?" She said something like, "The one thing I was worried about is saying something dumb." Stupid. And, and yeah. like, it was two seconds into the show, and she said something dumb. <laughs> Yeah, because Lance Armstrong was on the show, not Neil Armstrong. And I think it's kind of funny that uh, Lance was like, oh yeah, I usually get confused. <laughs> By young confused people specifically, kids. yeah. Because when you think about it, his his career was so uh, long ago funny. that like younger yes. people aren't going to remember. Especially saying it's, bicyc- like, it's bicycle riding. That's not like mm-hmm. something, you know, a lot of people are into. Uh but yeah, we are talking about the amazing show Stars on Mars, uh, or as I like to call it, Big Brother in Big Celebrity Big Brother in Space. <laughs> space, yeah, yeah, uh, because that's more or less it. Uh, yeah, uh, what did you think about this extremely weird show? 
I kind of liked it, to be honest. I, I mean, we were oh, making fun yeah. of it, but, like, I like Big Brother. I like Celebrity yeah. Big Brother. This is just that, yeah. but they're pretending to be on Mars. It seems like they put them in some kind of dune uh, desert with a bunch of dunes. And maybe in Utah or something, because it's all red sand. And then they mm-hmm. have to do tasks. Uh, and after each task, uh, there's a basically the head of the house, just like Big Brother, who has to mm-hmm. decide who gets to be voted out. I mean, the only difference here is that they don't have veto challenges, really, than right. Big Brother. Which I wouldn't be surprised if they add halfway through. <laughs> Uh, the Australian government didn't realize that uh, Lance Armstrong was on <laughs> Stars on Mars either, uh, because it's uh, partially founded by Australian tax dollars, and uh, they were not happy when they found out uh, that Lance Armstrong was in this uh, because of his... Uh, scandal. Scandal. Uh, okay. I mean, uh, didn't we let's... find out, like, after all that, like, there was a documentary that came out that was like, Yes, Lance Armstrong was on drugs, but so was every other cyclist in the race, mm-hmm. right? Wasn't that what we right. determined? So he really, he yeah. it wasn't as bad as, I guess, a lot of people remember. Uh, Tom Schwartz from Wonderpump Brules was there. Uh, Ariel Winter from Modern Family, as you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, Portia Williams from The Real House of Atlanta. Uh, the guy from Superbad, Christopher Mintz Place was there. Uh, Tallulah Willis, uh, that I was like, oh, cool, she's there. Uh, Tanache, I've never heard about this. Never, I've never even seen her. Uh, she must no. be an up-and-comer, or maybe like a Disney person, possibly. I mean, Ariel Winter mm-hmm. was a Disney person. Uh, two, uh, football players, Richard Sherman and Adam Rippon, uh, or something like that. No, no Adam Rippon was Rippen the... Was, yeah. Yeah, Adam Rippin was an Olympic fear skater, not a Super Bowl player. Uh, Marshall Lynch was the Super Bowl winner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we had actor Natasha Leggero. Have you heard about this lady? Mm-hmm. She, she looks kind of different than she does in movies and stuff, but you've seen her in things, I guarantee you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lance Armstrong, as we said, and probably my favorite on the show, uh, Ronda Rousey. Uh, UFC and uh, WWE. It seems like uh, uh, they did a little preview thing before the show, and it seems like there's going to be a drama between her. I mean, she's kind of a fiery personality, so mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm rooting for Ariel Winter to win, to be honest. Yeah, me too. Star of Fred 2. Sorry, that got me. <laughs> She was the love interest in Fred too, remember? <laughs> she was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, such an amazing show. Oh, That's God. what I, I always want to... F- I, I eat that movie. I never meet celebrities, but it would be great to meet a celebrity like that. And she's known mm. for Modern Family. That would, but you walk up to her and you're like... Hey, I love you on Fred 2, Night of the Living Fred. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite thing you did. <laughs> that would be the best. Oh, this uh, uh, n- Natasha lady has been in a lot of voice acting, I see. Uh, you haven't really seen her. She was in. She's a stand up comedian. Yeah. Yeah, she was in Hoops. She was in the Midnight Gospel. She was in Paradise PD. Uh, the only thing that I think I have seen her in was like in Broke 
from 2012. Yeah, we watched that together. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, who was this hosted by again? What is his name? Uh, Star Trek. That's his yes. name. Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. Let's call him that. Uh, but yeah, no, I I liked it. Uh, I'm definitely going to continue watching this. Uh, I thought the elimination thing was kind of like weird. How they decided that? Did you understand how they decided who? Well, was it's like a group. It's allowed? like a group decision, and but it's mm. then the the head of the house has final pick, so he can be oh, yeah. he goes around and said like. What do you guys think? But then, yeah. in the end, it it's his decision. In the end, so it could cause drama if everybody in the house wants one thing, and then the the other guy says, "No, we're gonna do this." Uh, right. I can see because how they, it would add drama to the show. Yeah. Uh, because they did uh, get rid of Mister McLovin uh, the first. And it I, seemed like he wanted to go. He was like, "I don't yeah. want to be here." Yeah. And I, I was just going to say I totally agree with that pick. He was definitely the weakest of them all. I think he wanted a uh, quick payday probably and was like, hey, guys, vote me out. <laughs> yeah. Right. And the football players start to argue at the end of this episode. So, yeah, it seems uh, like a funny and interesting uh, thing that I, I am definitely going to keep on watching. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially since Big Brother didn't start, we can just watch this till that starts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's it is also uh, extremely funny. Like some of it, like the the scenarios they are going going through are like stupidly funny. Yeah, it's anyway. It's just kind of silly altogether. The idea of them being yes. on Mars and they're actually acting like it, even though it's clear, just silly. Yeah, they are in the middle of Australia, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Anyway, uh, some TV news. Uh, Danny Matterson convicted of two counts of rape. Uh, big news. Uh, he faces now uh, 30 years to life. So this is good. Uh, let's keep him inside, please. Right. This is uh, the second trial in which the Church of Scientology played a central role. His wife gasped at the verdict was read a jury of seven women and five men reached the verdict deliberating mm. for seven days over two weeks so it took a while for them to decide on it but yeah well that's no 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 wonder because last time it was in the uh, jury's hand they had a deadlock with a jury in December so it says here the Church of Remember? Scientology played a significant role in the first yeah. trial but arguably even a larger one in the second oh, uh, uh, the judge allowed uh, members of the Church of Scientology to testify in this one. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, no sentencing date has been sent, but uh, I am assuming it's pretty soon. Soon. Is there another trial, or is this the last one? I don't know. There might be another trial. Even no, I think this is the last one after the deadlock in December. Oh, okay, if I don't remember correct. Okay. Uh, hey, if you think of Britain's Got Talent, who would you think would win that? A Brit, right? You would think that they would have British people on Britain's Got Talent, I guess, yeah. Yeah, that could win that. Well, Norwegian comedian! What is his name, Look, I want you to say it. 
We sounded like Tories there for a second. We're like, keep it British. Keep the, keep it. Uh, <laughs> Norwegian comedian uh, Vigo Venn has been crowned winner wow. of Britain's Got Talent in 2023, wow. scooping up the quarter million pound prize, according to a spot on on the bill at the Royal Variety Performance. Venn kept tonight's audience entertained with high vis inspirational routine in the grand finale. He was a comedian. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Guess if do you think A this is big news in Norway, B big news in Norway, or C big news in Norway? Uh, I'm gonna go with number one. Wow. It is huge news in Norway. Okay. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah. yeah. A Norwegian winning Britain's Got Talent. It's like up and down talking about his, this guy and where he's from and I was gonna his say family. It. His sister, his brother, his cows, his dog, yeah. Does he currently live in Britain or the UK or is he... Uh, he currently lives in Norway as I am. To to understand. Understand, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, interesting. You guys don't have a Norway's Got Talent and so he went there? Is that what happened? We have. We have that. Norwegian Got Talent. But this is much bigger. Obviously, yes. He was on Norwegian Got uh, Talent. Guess what? He didn't win. That's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, that's very, very funny. Could have been a different Uh, routine, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it was the same routine as well. Yeah. That's really uh, funny then. What the hell? <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, I, I, okay. Do you want me to be somewhat controversial? I don't find this guy funny at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Look, look, uh, look his like gig up on YouTube. Like his last performance on, is on YouTube. Like everything is on YouTube. So. He looks like a young, uh, What's his name? The guy who smashed watermelons a little bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Uh, uh, but yeah. Hmm. You think he has a book out that he somebody could get at Audible? It would be called uh, Being Norwegian, Best Thing in the World. Uh, go look for that at audibletrial.com forward slash ADC. That's audibletrial.com forward slash ADC. If you want a free trial and a free book, this 30-day trial, and if you... You get a token for a book or something else. It could be a podcast or it could be something else mm-hmm. on there. Cancel right away. Keep the book and helps us out. Movies. Like I have said, I have seen the quote-unquote uh, documentary What is a Woman by the amazing uh, human being Matt Walsh, uh, the best human in the world, according to himself, I'm assuming. Um... That was definitely a documentary in uh, the weakest word of what I would call a documentary. Like, Vaxxed was a documentary. If ever anybody has seen Vaxxed, it, it fucking reminded me so much of Vaxxed that I, 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 I was like, oh shit, this is awfully bad. Uh, yeah, terrible, terrible documentary. Uh, I think the... The question itself is so totally uninteresting. Like, how how do you define a stone, Luke? Like, why 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 go at all and like fucking ask the question? Like, why is that needed to ask? It's such a right wing, uh, 
propaganda question. To sell a movie because it, it yeah. because it's a narrative created by like focus groups to push political mm. candidates. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. And to sell books and shit. Uh, incredibly anti-trans, incredibly anti-everything. Woman, I'm guessing. I'm guessing yeah. it's... Uh, yeah. The guy's got no brains. He's just a weirdo. He's a weirdo, and the documentary... Like, like I, I don't like it. It's, it's a documentary in the way of, like, uh, Denise D'Souza is, like, a documentary, or... <laughs> Like I said, Vaxxed. Vaxxed uh, was the like the first movie that came into my mind when I watched it. Yeah, uh, yeah I probably oh. won't see it. I don't really have any desire to see it. I The guy, when he talks, I just want to like uh, curl up in a ball and plug my ears with uh, hot wax. So, yeah. Nah, like I sent a sentence <laughs> to you, I'm sacrificing myself. <laughs> don't watch this, even though it's free on YouTube and... Elon Musk think it's uh, the best uh, movie ever. <sighs> he's he's become a right wing grifter. That guy. Uh, well, he's always been a contrarian, and I think he's just currently being a contrarian to be a contrarian because he lives like uh, mm. he lived in California, I should say, uh, and so yeah, that's where I think it's mostly all coming from. Uh, I saw the locksmith. This had Vin Rames, and. Mm. Ryan Phillippe, as well as Kate Bosworth. So you'd be like, what? oh, a bunch of big-name actors, right? This is a terrible film. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a terrible movie. It's about a locksmith. Uh, wow, is it? Right. Uh, he wow. get He's, like, used to be a criminal. He got out of jail. He's on the straight and narrow as a regular locksmith, but then, like, mm. his old gang of people want to you know, bring him back in the fold. You know what I mean? He's got a... He's got to mm-hmm. uh, do one last heist to get out or whatever. Um, it's just badly put together. Like, the editing is the worst part. The acting is really bad. Uh, the storyline, at least it somewhat makes sense, but the action mm. is very, like, sporadic. It needs more action for an action movie and less, like, uh, deep talking scenes of, like, um, monologue stuff. Yeah, overall, I don't know. I'd give it a three, maybe. Yeah. It's, it was bad. I would not recommend it. Well, a movie that I can clearly uh, recommend is Blood and Gold uh, that we saw together. That was such a fun movie. It was a little slow in the beginning, right? Um, yeah. But it, it really picked up, uh, I don't even, probably only a quarter of the way through, and then you're already, mm-hmm. it's, it gets going. Uh, it felt like almost like a revenge movie a little bit, slightly, mm-hmm. right? Um, if if people know that kind of genre of, I guess Kill Bill is a, like a revenge movie, right? Oh yeah, so it's that kind of Kill Billish, right? It's this guy uh, who these people, these Nazis try to hang him. He he was he's a deserter from the Nazi army, mm-hmm. uh, and he ends up going after the people who tried to, to hang him, right? That's kind of the basis mm-hmm. of the whole thing. But he gets this woman and her brother involved. on Not really on purpose. It all kind of happened on accident, but... Right. Uh, she saved him, right? So, yeah. <laughs> very good. Very well shot. The acting, it's hard to tell because it's not in mm-hmm. English, but it seemed pretty good. And 
I, the whole thing was really well, just well put together, well yeah. paced, uh, and the ending was good. So I don't know what what would you give it? I'm I I don't, I don't I'm having a I'd hard give time. I give it an eight. See, I was thinking a seven. So yeah, mm. I'd probably go a seven. Yeah, I really liked it. Uh, I, I it takes a lot of like uh, it takes a lot from Quentin Tarantino. It felt like a German Quentin Tarantino movie. It yeah, that the Nazi Tarantino movie, uh, Unusual Bastards. No, something Bastards. Uh, right. It had a feel of that movie, but then at the end, mm. when the town all comes together, I was like, oh, they're going to three amigos, this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> which they totally did, which was cool. Yeah. Um, some movie news. Uh, Louis C.K. documentary uh, was dropped by Showtime this week. That's kind of weird. When you sent me this documentary, I was like, Louis C.K.'s making a documentary? No, this is a documentary mm-hmm. From a lady named Caroline mm-hmm. Sue, who was m- mm-hmm. making it about Louis C.K., but not a- only about him, more about the overall um, Me Too movement at the time surrounding mm-hmm. Louis C.K.'s cancellation, I guess, right? <clears throat> yeah, and uh, this lady has made a documentary before called Black Pink Light Up the Sky. Uh, about Blackpink, uh, that was really good. Uh, very different subject matter, though. <laughs> very, yeah. yeah. But it's 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 interesting that this kind of like was cancelled. Why do you think? Um, I don't see any. I mean, it, it says it was announced by Paramount Global Executives in Scotland last summer. Nev stepped down in October following internal restructuring. So there you go. Mm. It has to do with internal, you know, uh, new new bosses didn't want to maybe touch such a controversial subject or maybe they just mm. didn't think it was good or they didn't vibe with the director maybe. Who knows? There's so many different things it could be. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a kind of a weird thing where I feel like I would want to see a documentary about this time period, but I do understand that like some people would find it a little too controversial to touch, I guess. It does say that it's supposed to be produced by Amanda Branson Gill, uh, and it's unclear whether the documentary will land somewhere else. So it still has production funding, so they mm. could still make it. It's just not coming out on Showtime. That's all. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, why don't you talk about this deal that has been caught? I, I hate this article because it's like got so many acronyms. Uh, the Writers Guild yeah, of America and, and SAG AFRA congratulated the Directors Guild of America on reaching an agreement with the studios on Sunday, but mm-hmm. both groups stressed that the deal does not change their overall goals. Um, so they made a deal, but they're still on strike? Right. Right. Because they're still fighting over the. Uh, uh, what do you call it? The fees that they would usually get from commercial replays of their shows that they're not getting now on streaming services. That's the big thing they're mm-hmm. fighting over. Uh, they made some kind of other agreement. Yeah, this is between the Writers Guild in America and SAG Astra, uh, mm-hmm. which is not the Directors Guild. Uh, The Directors Guild made a deal with the studios. Okay, mm-hmm. so this uh, this kind of has an effect on the Writers Guild strike, 
but only in the sense that now the studios and the directors are working against the writers together. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. That's that's the breakdown of it. Yeah, uh, I, and uh, the writer Guilds of America said that uh, they shouldn't accept uh, that since this uh, uh, director's guild deal uh, went through, that this would kind of like end the strike. So it's interesting, I guess. Uh, I think I think like I said, I think this uh, writer's uh, strike will go on for a long time. It did last time, so. It, uh, I, I feel like was, yeah. I feel yeah. like it could go on longer, to be honest, because oh yeah, uh, there's so it's so I don't. It's so much harder to like connect the dots of how they're going to come to an agreement this yeah. time than it was last time. So yeah. Uh, a movie that wasn't hit by the strike was the movie that we're going to watch the trailer for, The Boogeyman. Stephen King. Stephen King. The dark, I'm going to right. guess. Right, yeah, this, the lights help with the darkness. I don't see anything. I didn't have a closet in my room when I was a kid. So I was never afraid of... Did you have a closet in your room when you were a kid? Yeah, I came out of it. <laughs> I think the kid is named Sawyer. Something tells me that. It could be that this trailer has audio description in it. Oh, does it? Doesn't for me. Mm-hmm. You must have it turned on or something. Yeah, I was more afraid of things under my bed when I was a kid. Uh, That's a really, there you really, go. really good shot. It's been around yeah. forever. Hit. Dark. It's a very slow trailer. Yeah. Producer of Stranger Things? That's cool. Monsters you think are hiding mm-hmm. under your bed. It's not real. What is this? I think the globe light is a pretty good touch. Mm-hmm. the thing that comes for your kids when you're not paying attention. That guy looked like Eli Roth also. Why does everybody yeah. lately look like Eli Roth does? Okay, look, what is this totally going to be Oscar-nominated movie all about? The Boogeyman high school student Sadie Harper and her younger sister Sawyer oh, are reeling from the recent death of their mother. They're not getting much support from their father, Will, a therapist, well, not a very good one, apparently, who's dealing with his own intense pain, when their desperate patient unexpectedly shows up at their house seeking help, he leaves behind terrifying supernatural entity that preys on families and feeds on the suffering of its victims. Directed by Rob mm-hmm. Savage. It's got Sophie Thatcher, Vivian L- Lyra Blair, who's the young girl, 
and David Dashmulshain. Dash that's Mushane. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rob Savage. I love Rob Savage. His uh like uh host is probably one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Oh yeah, Dash Cam. That was good. That was from last yeah. year, yeah. Yeah. And host. Oh, I love host. I think I don't well, I might have seen it, but I don't remember it. It's kind of a generic name also, so who knows? Mm. Uh, Christian, uh, Kristen, Kristen, sorry, uh, on my, uh, view of, uh, things on Rotten Tomatoes, she had the most profound thing to say about the movie, like, especially, mm-hmm. specifically, okay? Alright. So, uh, this is about the movie, and why she gave the movie one star look, okay? okay? Yep. It's totally about that. Yep, alright. Okay. About the movie. The crisis... Yes. So this is going to be about the movie. Okay. Yes, it's it's about the movie. Got it. The pr- yes, the prices were too high. The popcorn was stale. I shouldn't need to uh, to pay over fifty dollars to see a movie. <laughs> One star. See, you you should be on Yelp. That's the Yelp yeah. review for the movie theater. That's, Not that's right. Fucking <laughs> Yelp review. That's nothing to do about the movie whatsoever. Uh, uh, let's see, I got a bad one. Oh God, from OKB9943. That rhymes, I wonder if they did that on purpose or if it's just randomly mm. generated. This film is nothing but a collection of cheap jump scares stringed together by a subpar plot that would have been old if it were released 20 years ago. I don't mind jump scares, in fact, I think they can be great addition to a horror movie if used well, but making a loud noise or loudly slamming a door every three minutes <laughs> is just lazy. I'm not going to go into detail, but the whole movie is riddled with every horror movie trope you can think of. That was a 1 out of 10, yeah. <laughs> uh, should I do a good one? Yeah, I'll do it. Uh, 10 out of 10, fresh and outstanding piece of horror from Sin Sinner, Sinner of Cinemas 3. A horror cinephile... As a horror cinephile, it's absolutely a pleasure to discover this gem. This movie had me on the and my friend jumping out of our seats and very well orchestrated scares the story kept me on the edge of my seat and even though it was a bit predictable and obvious it's fresh and well made addition to the horror genre okay yeah now over to a movie that I am going to watch tomorrow and I am super excited I am going to watch Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse the sequel to the best Spider-Man uh, movie in the world, uh, Beyond the Spider-Verse. Hmm? Sorry? I was going to say Beyond the Spider-Verse? Is that what the other one? Or is it Into the Spider-Verse? I don't know. Oh, Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. So, sorry, yeah. I didn't see it, so... Is... What? No, I don't watch superhero movies, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Not even when they're animated and good. Well, especially not uh... Spider-Man. That's the one, like... The superhero that's really ruined for me of all the superheroes. Then you should really watch the animated one. I think you would like it. Maybe. Anyway, uh, after uniting with Gwen Stacy, Brooklyn full-time friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is uh, capitulated. Oh, that was a hard way uh, word to say. Uh, across the multiverse, where he uh, encounters a team of spider people charged with protecting its very existence. However, when the heroes clash, 
and how to handle a new threat. Miles finds himself pitted against other spiders. He must soon redefine what it means to be a hero so he can save the people he loves the most. Uh, yeah, Haley Steinfeld, Daniel DeCoula, Oscar Isaac, Jake Johnson. Uh, yeah, a lot of people. I am very much looking forward to see this because I loved uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, Lynch slash Oz. Documenting director David Lynch's obsession with The Wizard of Oz and its influence mm -hmm. in his films, which many filmmakers and critique, uh, critics argue should be considered a foundational text for much of his work. Directed by Alexander Philippi. Uh, 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb, 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. That sounds super interesting. Yeah, I really, really want to see this. When you, in, uh, the, in Google, it says people also search for Room 237, which I see the connection right. there totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love uh, David watching Lynch. Wizard, uh, Wizard of Oz, oh. and I love David Lynch. Have you ever seen... Uh, the Wizard of Oz with the soundtrack. Oh gosh, uh, it's Pink Floyd. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I've watched it. Yeah, I remember the it's... first time I went on YouTube and found that somebody had synced it up. Uh, like I had watched it Perfect when I was one. younger in high school, and, like actually doing drugs and watching it, mm. uh, using an actual Pink Floyd record and then the movie. Yeah. And I remember mm. the first time I found it on YouTube, I was like. This is the greatest oh, platform so of all time. YouTube is yeah. the best thing that's ever existed. <laughs> mm. Oh, that and finding, yeah. like... Remember YouTube back in the day, finding, like, whole movies, but it was, like, only in 10-minute segments, so you'd yep. have to watch yep. Yeah, That was always good. Oh, yeah, were you uh, uh, that? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, also coming out, uh, Simulant? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, a humanoid AI attempting to winning a Grieving Widow's Heart puts in a path of government aging, trying to stop the rise of a machine's consciousness. Fucking hell, I want to see a lot of movies in on this week's list. Uh, but this has only gotten a 5.1 on IMDb and a whooping 24%. That is not good. Winners. No, that is very bad, actually. Is it so bad that you want to see it? Maybe. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, I think I think the the concept sounds fucking uh, interesting. It's the execution that's probably terrible. Yeah, yeah, but it has Robbie ML in it, and he's awful. Okay, so, there's that. Follow her. A struggling actress Ooh. responds to a mysterious. The struggling actress, a struggling actress mm. responds to a mysterious classified ad and soon finds herself trapped in her new boss's twisted revenge fantasy. 5.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 76 on Rotten Tomatoes, 77 of mm. Google users liked it. Um, anybody we know? Danny Barker. Doesn't have a, a... Oh, what's that lady's name again? Ilana Jones. Jones. Yeah. Is that who? Yeah, uh, I like her. And Luke Cook. So, not huge names, but the, the description sounds really good, and it's got a 76. Hmm, okay. Uh, did you ever watch a movie called Acapulco? I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, she was in that. Anyway. Acapulco uh, instead of Acapulco? Yes. Oh, okay. No, I don't think mm -hmm. I saw it. Oh. 
unidentified un- un- objects. Jesus Christ. Uh, Is it the end um, of the show by any chance? Sorry? Is it the end of the show and you're having problems speaking by any chance? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it happens every fucking time, doesn't it? Uh, hashtag he's Norwegian. Um, convinced she's made contact with the advanced alien society, free-spirited sex worker, uh, Viana plays a sharp-witted uh, comedian Peter to share his car on a border-defending road trip for her abduction. Okay. Why do I want to see every fucking movie? This right? Week? Yeah. Well, uh, most of them, I at do. least. I, I actually want to see every one. Yeah. Uh, 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb. 81 on Rotten Tomatoes. 3.4 out of 5 on Letterboxd. Yeah. No one I recognize in the roles. See, I think this would have gotten worse... Uh, scores than Simulant or whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. Just because this mm-hmm. sounds ridiculous, uh, but it also sounds really interesting. Like yeah. she wants to get a, she wants to get abducted. That's like the point, right? That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I think this is the first time I want to see every fucking movie. <laughs> uh, what about the Boogeyman? That too. Oh, I really want to see the Boogeyman. Okay. Yeah. Which the one you want to see the most, though? I can tell you which uh, one I Lynch. don't want to see. I don't Lynch. want to see Spider-Man. Yeah. Lynch uh, slash Ross. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and then maybe follow... I think I'm going to go follow her and then Lynch slash Ross. Yeah, yeah and I have it the other way around. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Next week, it's almost like we've done a three-hour fucking show or something. Uh, we talk of news of the week we will uh, talk about tv and news of the week we will probably uh, if they don't fucking move it again <laughs> talk about based on the true story if they move it again i will take that as a sign from god that we're not supposed to watch it it could it be because of the writer strike that they're moving things around that could be oh that yeah. could be also yeah. yeah another digital review of 97 minutes that's not the title of this show See what I did there because because it's twice that gone. long. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Apple unveiled uh, the new Vision Pro, which we talked about a little earlier, for thirty-five hundred dollar dollar buckaroonies. That's a lot. That is a lot. I watched the whole presentation. Um, I also saw a lot of like YouTube videos about this. Uh, with people uh, that had hands-on um, experience with it, that says it is the best thing since sliced bread. Okay. Um, but are they being paid I to have... say that? Some of them probably are. Right. Like Marcus, uh, what is his name? Uh, but yeah, no, it, it feels... Uh, Weird because it doesn't have proper uh, controllers like uh, Meta, for example. Uh, you, you use like hand uh, gesturing and things like that. No, what I saw was your eyes mm-hmm. are the mouse, so it has eye tracking, and wherever your yeah, eyes and look, you use, and then you use your hands, you, hands. And but yeah. then you can also use voice function, mm-hmm. also. So if you wanted to be like, 
instead of clicking the button with your hand or looking at it and clicking it, you could just say what you want it to do. So it's like, that's kind of interesting. Right. But it felt like Apple's version of Google Glass. I think that people with this kind of money to buy this wouldn't be interested in buying it, funny enough. Like, me, that can't afford it, is super interested, but also would not fucking use $35,000. $3,500, but yeah. Yeah, $3,500. It is it is actually too much. I think the thing that they're selling it on, or at least that I've seen from people talking about it, is that, like, it would replace your desktop computer. So you right. your desk wouldn't need to have be cluttered with stuff you'd put this on and it would have five separate screens in right. like you, you would so paying $3,500 for a desktop and computer is not that crazy when you think about it mm-hmm. right so I think that's the price point they're trying to hit not like competing with other VR headsets yeah but uh I I think uh there are some things that I find like super uh, weird about it it is one of these things that i i wish i could afford for but but you would never uh, want the first edition of it anyways it's gonna be buggy it's yeah yeah but uh it seems like they have tested this for so fucking long and uh like i said the meta quest uh three is coming out super soon and i've seen like games and things like that for that and it looks like super but is it ar yeah is it ar or is it just vr vr that's vr yeah right because this is ar AR, vr mixed yeah yeah which the ar is Uh, way more interesting to me than any vr yeah vr is not that interesting being able to like see the world outside and then uh, manipulate that using the AR. Mm. That's like so much more yeah um, appealing to me as like if I was gonna buy something like this. Yeah. Uh, also, it will not launch in uh, Norway until 2025, and it will launch in the US early 2024. So there's also that. Yeah, I've a feeling there's gonna you know when the rollout happens, once all these people are using it at once on like the same kind of server technology like something's mm-hmm. going to go down it's inevitable there's going to be problems but we'll see i am super interested in this uh, at least because the t- technology looks super uh, interesting if it's good enough that you could use it to replace a desktop computer that's when i would buy one like that's the once it's at that level and they say the processor mm. in here is the same processor they use in their laptops so yeah it's totally possible it would work all right, Jeremy. I got some YouTube stuff. Jeremy around YouTube stuff. The phase drama mm-hmm. with this Stranger Things actress. Have you heard about this? Yep. I don't remember I what her name almost. is, but she uh, joined Phase, got bullied, and then left Phase. Like in this, it, yeah. all in this one week, right? Basically, is what I'm to, I'm to understand. And uh, Ludwig is thinking about buying up Phase, so. <laughs> That's okay. Interesting. It's like a. It's on the stock market, but it's in danger of getting taken off because it's not high. Yeah. It's like 
not high enough or something. And so that's maybe why why he yeah. wanted maybe to to buy it because it it has some name recognition. I am not sure if it's good or not. And you would be he'd be buying low, and if he could increase the yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know though. He's already invested in like some. Uh, some other like company right now. I know he's got some big yeah. company deal going on. I don't remember what it was. Coffee or some shit. I don't know. Uh, Bird Box uh, Barcelona was teased this week. Do we need a new Bird Box movie? Look. Remember at the end of the movie, they were in Paris. I want to say. Yeah. Um. And that was the end of it. So I think they're. It's going to be a spin-off right at, after the end of the first one. It's going to be a sequel more than anything mm. else. Yeah. Uh. What? Oh, the Kieran Carlin Fast and Furious video was very good. Uh, oh, that was funny. He watched yeah. every single Fast and Furious movie in 24 hours. In 24 hours. And by yeah. the end of it, it seemed like he was completely <laughs> going crazy. Uh, it was funny, though. They added all of them to Peacock here, which I might go watch the two that I've never seen this week, maybe, just for fun. Um, mm. If I, you know, if Ooh. I feel like I need some popcorn time. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Tate, BBC interview. Uh, that was interesting. I'm surprised that they would do it, to be honest. Yeah, I agree, but it was definitely fucking interesting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, the, let's see, what else? It seems like Def Noodles is definitely moving off over to, like, inter an interview format, where he's done so mm -hmm. many interviews in the last week, It's and they're all over the place, all different. He did one with a, a Ukrainian war correspondent. And mm -hmm. then moves over to doing one with, like, a YouTuber and then, like, a TikToker mm -hmm. or something. It's, like, it's so um, eclectic. I kind of like it. You never know what to expect on his channel nowadays. It seems like he's evolving, and that's what I like to see from a YouTuber that doesn't, like, stick in the same thing over and over and over again. So I actually have a lot of, like, respect for it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Anna Shea... Uh, from Bling Empire, uh, the star from Bling Empire, I would say, dies all of a sudden, out of nowhere, at an age of 62. The old lady, that was kind of like... I don't remember, I mean, I remember the one girl from the New York show, and I don't really remember any of the other characters. Okay, okay, but yeah, <laughs> no, this was the old lady that always was like in in some fights and things like that. If I saw her, I'd probably... Oh, yes. Yeah, well, here it sad. is. Nah, I don't remember her face. That doesn't mean anything. Okay. Okay. Uh, Cinnamon Toast Ken did a video with Oompaville. That yeah. was random. Uh, that was so fucking random. Uh, like, okay. I loved it. Yeah, two of, like, the best kind of commentator uh, yeah. YouTubers out there right now uh, coming together. It's just pretty cool. Uh, mm hmm and I'd say they have different views on things, uh, definitely. Oh, so, definitely. Yeah, it was fun. Maybe they'll do more in the future. I think that was about all I had for the Jeremy round. Me too. All right, well, my throat is sore uh, from doing this long show. What about you? Uh, I'm getting very, very tired, yeah. <laughs> all right, sleep good. Uh... I want to say something before we go. Okay. Uh, 400. Sorry? I said okay. Yes. <laughs> the 400. 
Uh, I say we do at least 100 more and then we see how we feel. 500 is a really Five. good number, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So, uh, here's for the next 100. Uh, I am Fro from uh, Nor of Away. I'm Luke from US of A. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Another di another digital another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. 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 Citizen.